Who are we? What drives us? What is the purpose of life? Is there such thing as perfection? Is everything random? Are we just the byproduct of who we tell ourselves we is? I don't know, but we answered a lot of these motherfucking questions in today's podcast with Shane Schroeder, y'all. Um, shout outs to Shane, man. This is like this is the first time I talked to someone I didn't even know. And it's weird. Uh, I don't know if he's disarming. I don't know if I'm disarming. Uh, I don't know if my pets are disarming. Something's disarming about the whole situation because it was the most comfortable I've been with a completely random tall person. And, uh, and he was, you know, a little bit more on... Uh, let's say he wasn't gifted in the melanin department. It's all melaninless man. And somehow, me, small brown boy, tall melaninless man, tall man, we got along, we laughed, uh, we got uncomfortable, we got too comfortable, uh, we had some pho. It was just a good time, man. Um, I was really surprised, and but yeah, if you if you are a regular listener to the podcast, uh, thank you, Jordan. Uh, you've probably noticed, Jordan, that uh, you know I've taken a week off, and that wasn't on purpose. I wasn't, I wasn't ignoring you, dude. Um, I took a week off because I was forced to. Uh, yeah, last week I thought I had a stroke. I just fell over one day, lost control of half my body. Turns out when you're diabetic, you just have really bad circulation. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of like a wake-up call for me. And then I was having some vision issues. I'm still having vision issues. Uh, kind of freaking out, but I'm not. I'm trying not to think about it. Like everything's just overexposed lately. Like it just feels like every day I... I wake up and people keep cranking up the exposure on me. I feel like a early uh, six oh five magazine photo. Is that beef? I don't know. I like six oh five magazine. Um, I think if you like something, you can be critical of it. And I don't know. I like six oh five magazine. I'm just saying. Back in like, I don't know when they started two thousand eight. Y'all had some blown out photos back then. I don't know now. I don't pay that much attention. I just know that y'all doing good things for the community, for the state. So shout outs to y'all. Anyways, off on a tangent once again. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're still listening, Jordan. You're the man. Um, but yeah, at the risk of sounding like a local rapper, big things coming. Uh, I realized I got about 20 of these projects open, and I've only released, like, less than half. So, yeah, going to need to start ramping up that release schedule, and um, I think I can do it in a healthy way. I think that's the biggest issue I have about 
doing stuff uh, for myself personally, for art, for love, for passion, for joy, uh, is that I always go like 3,000% and I end up with bleeding eyeballs. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to try to regulate myself and uh, take it semi-easy while releasing the podcast at a more frequent pace. I know I said that last week and Jordan's probably like, yeah, Sam, you say that every week. You say you're going to do this. You say you're going to change. You're just like my ex. I keep taking back. Never change. Always doing that skeezy shit to me, Sam. Well, guess what, y'all? I'm going to change. I'm going to change for you. I'm going to release these faster, more frequently, just so chronologically it makes sense and, like, the topics we talk about make sense. So, yeah, once again, shout-outs to Shane. Um... He's actually the official, he's the first sponsor of the podcast. Like, we have our first official sponsor, and that's Milk and Cherry. So, and you know what? That's a little hint. Think about it. Milk and Cherry is merch. It's apparel, right? So, for season two of the podcast, think about think about that. Think about merch. Think about how merch works, and then think about season two of the podcast, and think about me dramatically changing the format. So all of that's going to happen. Um, yeah. So shout out to Shane. Um, this is a banger, y'all. We end up talking for two hours. Lots of giggles. So, uh, yeah, if you want to. I mean, I thought it was funny. Hopefully y'all do too. And here we go. Shout out to the sponsor, Milk and Cherry, ShaneArt.com. Thank you, y'all. Roll that intro track, Bree. Yeah, I definitely started the song off at the wrong spot there, Shane. But that's all right. You get the you get the gist. I get the idea. I'm yeah. getting some vibe in here. Isn't it nice? It is nice, dude. Oh. All right, so I'm gonna start this off like uh, very awkwardly here. Because that's the only way I know how. Are we doing a cat transition? No. Is he coming over to no, me? No, I just... He'll, uh... He'll f- he might leave us alone. He'll find his way. Yeah. Usually he settles on one lap. <laughs> but, uh... I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna start pointing this big black... Pointing at this big black wall behind me. Yeah, there's no need to bring race into it. So, uh... I was at uh, Shane's... So I'm gonna do a little... I'm gonna do a little, uh... I'm uh, gonna go back in history a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, I was helping out Josh episode dropped uh just to try to make this like uh, chronically correct in the timeline oh a couple days ago episode dropped a couple days ago yeah. with josh and then uh yeah uh me and josh went over to shane's house uh about a month ago and we did an interview shane there's all the murals in town there's a lot of things you didn't know there's logos too but you didn't know that <laughs> and he used to spit heat uh making podcasts a lot of heat Oh, but you used yeah. to spit so much fire. Dude, so, so much. Shane's probably forgotten this by now. But <laughs> remember when I was in your in your basement and I was like, Shane, I have this big blank black wall. Yeah. And I'm going to save up money and have you do a mural on it. Yeah. You kind of just rolled your eyes like, who the fuck is this guy? Well, you had your hand on my inner thigh, so I didn't take much to heart that day. Inner city kid, inner thigh kid, you know what I mean? We <laughs> Inner thigh kid? <laughs> yeah. Inner thigh kid life? Yeah, inner thigh kid life. <laughs> and print up a fucking t-shirt, let's do oh, this. Oh, man. Shane, I feel like, um, I feel like I say that a lot. 
Yeah. I feel like. You feel like you say I feel like a lot? And that's such a nothing burger because isn't everything I'm about to express what I feel? I feel like I've only ever heard nothing burger on Fox News. I don't know what that and term. Here. I don't know what that term actually <laughs> means cuz I mean if it's a nothing can it be a burger? I don't know man, it's a stupid fucking term. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I'm no. not saying you're stupid for saying it. I'm just saying like it's one of those things that's in the zeitgeist now that it shouldn't be there. Yeah, I don't know why it's there. It's I don't know It's either. such a weird It's it's a waste of it's a <coughs> it's dead air. It's it's like it's a nothing burger. It's a yeah. thing that describes itself. I tell you what's not a nothing burger. What's that? The environment around here. This is the most comfortable I've this, ever been aside from my own house. In here? Yeah. Wow. You right. have two adorable dogs and a fucking cat that will not stay off of me, which is weird for cats because like every cat I've ever met is like, leave me the fuck alone. Just get out of my face. You know, uh, Mao is uh, very unique. I think he's been like, uh, when we got him, at the Humane Society, we went there, and I think the Sioux Falls one is a no-kill. Okay. I, I don't know if they are. Hey, let's just say Let's, uh, let's go just with say it. it is. I don't fact check. Check. <laughs> okay, so maybe the Sioux Falls uh, does this is a no-kill, right? Yeah. When we when we went there, that cat looked nothing like it did. Now he had dreads. He was really disgusting looking. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy's like, yeah, this cat, none's adopted him. He's been here the longest of all the cats. So like, yeah, I'll fucking take him. I didn't expect anything. Yeah. Next day, he just cleans himself up, and he looks like the little princess that he is, dude. Like, it's amazing. And he's like, he's like the sweetest little and Well, he didn't have voice. shit to do that day. He didn't he's have like, anything planned but the, uh, you know, the cage. To be in and the then cage. all of a sudden. He's like, yeah, no, he's he's great, dude. I can't believe, I can't believe you guys don't have pets. Or like you, you have, you have <laughs> <laughs> We definitely want them. I mean, me and my wife are obsessed with, like, dogs, and now, like, cats kind of yeah. too because i was never a cat person growing up because i was like is i was talking like, to you is she like you too like incredibly is she white <laughs> <laughs> incredibly white yeah she's so dude, white White people introduce me to pets oh my god so like it, it blows my <laughs> mind that by default you guys don't have pets no like, it's crazy like every white person i see now like well, on the streets i'm like i wonder what their pets like well and that's just the thing like we don't have kids I yeah. made it a point last year by way of doctor that I won't ever have kids. And yeah, so, homebrew is better. <laughs> and so, like, we want pets, but we're in, like, travel mode right now. Like, we're, yeah. we're she's constantly booking trips for us because if we don't do that, then the fucking sanity goes out the window. Yeah. So every six months or so, we go to just some random location, whether it's in the States or, you know, we've been to Puerto Rico and stuff like that, which is obviously also the States, but overseas. Nice. Yeah, that's like... Uh, States with some adobo on it. Exactly. <laughs> state, state sauce. State, state sauce. A little bit of state sauce on there. <laughs> Gross. Was it, um, uh, excuse my geography, was it before or after the hurricane? It was prior to. Okay. Never forget. Wait, what does prior mean? Prior to the when the shit hit the fan so in that's Puerto before? Rico. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I Why checking. would you ask that question? I if don't, you don't know what prior means. I was like, didn't I say, wasn't it before or prior? But, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you were starting off on a great note. English is so hard for me, dude. It's like, so, so good. Sometimes I'm just like... Wait, did know. you say it was prior or before? <sighs> Both? <laughs> I, I swear that's what I said. Yeah. Uh, dang. Uh, so did you have... Uh, 
I did have a good lunch. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I had to wait there for an extra 15 minutes for somebody to show up. Yo, okay, guys. (laughs) So I gotta gotta describe the situation here, okay? So uh, (coughs) Shane was like, I'll do the podcast if you rub my back. And we go eat lunch. And I was like, I'll rub more than your back. But lunch, that one's easy. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, all right, we're going to go somewhere. And I'm like, all right, this is dumb. I tried Lyft for the first time today. It doesn't work like you think it does. They don't know where they're going, like, to you. And once they get you, there's a rule that Lyft makes uh, their drivers. You can only drive in a city that you're not familiar with. Because, like, I was like, where the <laughs> fuck are we going? Yeah, yeah, but did you drop the pin? Did you put a location on there? Like, or, I'm going to be real with you. It's you my, didn't know what the fuck you were time. doing. I didn't yeah, know what the yeah. fuck I was doing. So, yeah. like, man. That's not an ideal situation for a lunch date. You ever find yourself getting mad at other white people and you're like, I can't be mad at other white people, right? No, I can't. I, I hate a lot of white people. See, for me, it's a weird double standard thing because it's easy to be mad at white people because they're traditionally the bad guys and the good guys. So you can be whatever towards them. Okay. But now it's like my Lyft driver was shit. Check all the boxes, man. Yeah. Female. Yup. Brown, yup, Muslim, probably. I don't know. I could have been like, <coughs> she was like, oh, I'm so sorry about the train. Uh, all this, yeah. yeah, I looped back. I was like, look, lady, Lyft shows me where you are. I, yeah. just, I saw you drive past me three times. Right, the little car will rotate yeah, if I, it's turning the corner. And I was just like, you know what? She's got all the check boxes, man. Right. If so I, you gave her five I, stars I said, regardless. I gave her five stars and a six dollar tip, And you gave baby. her a six dollar yeah. tip. You got it. Even though I mean, the ride cost you $2. Yeah, because you know what? I have a podcast now. You know what that's that right. means? <laughs> that means I, leave, the- I leave like a three-star or some <laughs> shit that's going to come up. <laughs> Be like, yeah, not only is Sam sexist, he's racist <laughs> and Islamophobic. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Oh, I should have done a five-star. Oh, my you know? God. Like, dude, I was... Uh, We've already delved into so many things that we'd be kicked off of university for. A university? Yeah. You like, if we were given speeches... You know what they don't kick you out of university for? What's that? Like, being a football player and, like, raping drunk women, probably. That's I've heard tell of that. That's been on the news quite a bit. Yeah, you'll probably get, like, you have to sit out a game. Yeah, what was that? There was some kid... I feel like it happened so often. Yeah, like it just kind of got <laughs> yeah, lost yeah. in the... Yeah. Lost in, like... Oh. The white kid, though. The white kid who... Oh, was his name Brock? See, oh, now I'm being probably, racist. I don't know. Brock Turner. I mean, that sounds like Brock it. Turner. Was, it, was that really his name? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> now, if it was an Asian guy, I could even be even better at guessing a name. Uh, Ching Bing. Boom. <laughs> that, that's his last name. Boom. Bing's his middle name. Ching Bing Boom. Dude, I love... Uh, that's my favorite thing to say. What? Like Racist shit? Yeah. Oh. Because, like, one, I can. And two... <laughs> it really like uh especially around here i feel like kind of send down these like little landmines for people yeah I'll, I'll be around with you know majority white people right and i'll just you know I'll drop a little some racist yeah see if they how hard they laugh <laughs> racist in racist towards like you know towards so, them self-deprecating or? probably oh i got you more got self-deprecating you. uh maybe a third party neither of us yeah. like we'll say i'll say something <laughs> Almost racist, like yeah. Why they call Spanish rice if we're at a Mexican restaurant? See, you're like Sam. That doesn't make any damn sense. I'm like, neither does racism. Yeah, that's how you gotta think when you're trying to pretend to be a racist. <laughs> so yeah, say shit like that. 
and then see like we we immediately like your reaction immediately when i was like when i said that yeah i could tell you it was confusion you weren't a racist well i was also confused i was trying to find that would have made sense to a racist guy yeah exactly exactly yeah so you said i was testing you right here but when when someone says anything i my mind immediately goes for the joke first like there's got to be a joke in there somewhere right and then if I can't find it, I just have a look of confusion on my face because yeah. I go through life not taking it very seriously. Yeah, I imagine like <laughs> when you see shit, like uh, like when you came in, you saw my dogs. Yeah, like, man. Every time they barked, I imagine like spurts of colors shooting from their ears or something like. That. Yeah, that's what I see. Like, right. like that, like big sweat drops. Oh my god, you have no idea. And these are like the exact kind of dogs that my wife and i want they look like shih tzus i don't think yeah, they, they kind of do they're not they got bigger eyes. yeah they got more life in their they're eyes fucking adorable <laughs> yo look up uh look up saint cavalier saint Char- i don't even know the name saint charles cavalier spaniel something spaniel. that that combo of words just keep flipping I mean, around looks, they look like fucking shih tzus yeah that's that's what everyone thinks they yeah. are they're adorable dude man I, I, have, I still blows my mind wouldn't it wouldn't it be weird if 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 uh like you invited me over, right? Yeah. And then that would be weird. Yeah, I went over to your house <laughs> and I pulled open the drawer and I saw these chopsticks. Yeah. And I was like, "Whoa, dude, you got chopsticks! I've been wanting to get these. Like, yeah. me and Nicole want to get chopsticks, but yeah, you know, we just travel every six months, so it's like, <laughs> you know, like we don't have cho- like that's how like pets are to us. People like to yeah. me, you know what I mean? Like, we really been wanting to get a set of chopsticks, but we yeah. travel so much. You know, it's like, God damn. It takes. How am I supposed to get the, get it down in six months if I leave? And I. Then, I like being on here because I can. Say, I can use curses. I can use swears. Yeah. But you can't do that when you're on local news or no. like and you're the only a friend Christian that, conservative. You're the only... I almost called you my friend. You're the only person I know. <laughs> oh, hearts racing. I was listening to an episode uh, with Josh Novak. The, the I one think it's that the dropped last a couple that, days ago? That just <laughs> came out a couple days ago. <laughs> and as soon as one of you said fuck, I was like, okay, we're good. Yeah. We're set. Because uh, so <clears throat> like... Like I was telling you off the air, my wife is kind of the one who keeps me in check. Like she brings down my little kid sensibilities yeah. to like a minimum. Like if I want to fuck around too much or not, you know, just be silly. Uh, she'll be like, hey, you're 35, you know, get your shit together. Hey, your knees aren't that <laughs> Rightly good. Rightly so. Your knees aren't that good. Did she ever say that? <laughs> like Shane, your knees aren't that good. No, she's never said that okay. one to me. But <laughs> as a matter of fact, that's, that's, that's a point of fact. My knees are not that good. But uh, where was I going with this? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Your wife. She keeps you in check because because uh, um, we like to say fuck. Yeah, we like to say fuck. Oh, that's where I was going. Because she's like, because I did a couple of interviews after the, I did a mural at, down at Pave. I did some like sit down things for some of the local news. And I was very awkward. Like I noticed it right away and my wife noticed it right away. And I got to thinking, I was like, you know why that is? Like, because... In everyday life, every other word out of my mouth is fuck or shit. Yeah. And if I'm sitting there, like, on air trying to censor myself, it probably looks like I'm just off in the clouds. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a little slow. Kind of <laughs> Maybe you're, yeah. like, gifted in the chromosome department. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Because, like, you're extra processing. So she's like, like yeah, you, you know, you were kind of, you didn't really, you know, project your voice that well or make much sense. And I'm like, yeah, that's because I couldn't say fuck. You, know, you like, did come off as like what uh, 
what like normal people <laughs> probably you probably came off kind of like what normal people consider like as an artist anyways where oh, you're yeah. like kind of mysterious Creepy and weird and weird yeah perverse just like like it's a that you know it's okay look at the thing behind him yeah yes, that, yes. That, that that speaks way better than he does <laughs> you know? yeah. instead it's just like an early dustin hoffman performance yeah little little did they know you probably have hours of recorded vocals of you coming off oh. coming on all natural oh so many hours oh man you like i'm never i'm not gonna ask you to expose yourself yeah because there's no video feed but uh i will find that other podcast I hope you do. It's pretty easy to find. Is it pretty yeah, easy? Okay. You don't need to poke around too much. All right, but. good. Because like, um, there. If you if you for me, if if you poked around hard enough, you could find like a couple of rap albums <laughs> of yours. Yeah, some solo uh, shit. I got some group stuff. <laughs> we were a rap group. Nice. Yeah, man. I used to. Uh, yeah. Oh man. I I always thought like my raps were gonna change the world. Did you? Did yeah. they? No. <laughs> that was how. Uh, so let's get let's. Now that we're on that topic, Shane, yeah. besides, uh, like, you know, painting, drawing, yeah, the things that you do, have you had any other endeavors? Endeavor? Wow. There's my chinglish, <laughs> chinglish. Have you had any other, end- wow, have you had any other endeavors? Yeah. Artistically. It just didn't work out. Did you try singing? Did you try cooking? No. Um, I always wanted to be a drummer. When I was younger, like that's the only thing, like I don't know shit about how to read music or how to write music or anything like that. I just, I, like I always wanted to be a drummer and I always wanted to be an author and like two or three years ago, I tried my hand at the author thing and I self-published a book and it was really weird because writing that much about your shit is very like at face value, it's very narcissistic. And, but at the same time, like I've never wanted to go to therapy, even though I probably yeah. need it, but that was the closest, like I ever came to actually kind of exercising some bullshit that's been weighing on my so did on you, chest for a did while. Did you like, how did you <clears throat> approach being an author? Did you like dissect your own work? What kind of? Yeah, man. I spent a lot of time on that book and it was like, uh, the way I framed it, it was like all the art I'd done in the past decade, like put to page. But then in between, it was like short stories of real shit that had happened to me. And I guess the reason I did it that way is to kind of, because people are always like, well, what inspired this work? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like what, you know, I, I couldn't tell you because I haven't really thought about it that much. Oh, they're, they're too deeply repressed. Leave me alone. Yeah. They're, there's way too much. <laughs> That's my way answer too many usually. corners. I'd <laughs> be like, Sam, what inspires you to, uh, uh. I don't know what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was the first time I like, I, like I kind of took a, a look at what had been lurking in the back. Do you have any the copies? recesses. Is no, it, it was it a, a super small run. Was it was it? like a hundred copies Dang. and I sold every one of them. And that was a big deal for me. Cause I was like, nobody's going to buy this fucking book. Like you, see, I'm going to sell four copies and they're all going to be to my family. And then my family's going to hate me cause I wrote about them. <laughs> See, here's the thing. You say it so humbly, but I can tell. I mean, to me, you just, it's like, I'm a hype beast. So like, I'm just like. You have Supreme shirts? Oh, no. I look at, <laughs> I look at, I look at them. No, but I'm just like, 
this motherfucker is just releasing limited edition and shit. Like, uh, <laughs> like, like, dude, like the Asian inside of me just wants to collect shit, you know? Like, <laughs> why do you think Pokemon exists? Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. The Asian need to collect shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've gotten really into that stuff, especially like fashion and clothing and stuff like recently. Like, I don't, I still don't know, you know, I don't know a lot about it, but it's incredibly interesting to me to like, it's like a crash course in supply and demand economics. Oh, like yeah. just looking at, I mean, Virgil, he got, he's on top of the world now. Like he's, he's the head, uh, as far as like coming from streetwear type shit and going yeah, into the I, mainstream. I feel like streetwear is like the connection between like street art and like clothing. Yeah. I love streetwear stuff, dude. Like, I don't know. I've always wanted like something with some cars on it but you know yeah broke boys that shit's hard to get man yeah i so. mean and it's weird to think that cause went from doing the backgrounds of that cartoon doug on nickelodeon yeah to like one of the literally so the crazy. biggest artists in the world i mean he's just like this super unassuming nerdy white dude who makes pretty fucking stellar artwork and it just sells out in seconds like if he's got a release of the you know the yeah. dolls and shit like that but I love it. It's so weird. It's so like, I don't know. Do you, uh, do you ever do any like stuff where you're like, you're using like, are you doing any like modeling or like sculpting or anything like that? I feel like. I've wanted to. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. It's kind of one of those catch 22s where I would love to do something like that, but I've got so much going on on the side and it, I heard you talk about this on the last episode, which dropped two or three days ago. Yes. Um, you don't have time for like personal projects right now, which is a great problem to have, but it's also a horrible problem to have for like creative people. Yeah. It, you feel so fucking stifled. You just have all this shit in you that needs to get out in some form, but uh, there's a deadline on this project yeah. for A, B, and C. And that's a weird place to be at. You know what I mean? Like when, when the business and the art are like on an even keel on that fucking seesaw, that's a really weird place to be. Yeah. Because at the beginning, it was all art. See, I wish I was, uh, like, a psychopath and that, like, money made me happy. Yeah. You know, because then, like, it would be so easy to just do the stuff that has deadlines and the stuff that's, yeah. like, you know. But, like, for me, if I, if, I, if I abuse the other side and I let it, I don't water it, mm -hmm. that shit sinks to the, like, it's like a poison that poisons everything else. Like, yeah. it feels like. Um, I agree, man. No, I, I think that's the most important thing. Uh, for any like because a lot of people ask me is like like what should i know about like trying to follow my dreams and like try to do this full time and i always tell people it's like you still gotta treat it like it like you gotta like externalize it and like you gotta be like all right these are the hours that i'm working on it as like my dream like as my job as a thing that i'm gonna feed myself with and then you gotta separate that from the creativity part too like yeah like you don't count just being creative as part of the ten thousand hours that's what i tell people I'm like if, yeah if you're gonna like if you want to master whatever you're doing do the ten thousand hours in the business or whatever yeah but don't count the creative stuff that you do for yourself i yeah. don't know it's weird probably no, we look sense. at it but but i think you i mean i've only known you a very short amount of time and I can already tell that you have a leg up on most people, especially because you're much younger than I am, from what I gather. I just look, yeah. <laughs> 47. And uh, that's the one regret that I have is like, 
I was always able to draw pictures and stuff like that since, you know, 15 or 16 years old. And I just took that for granted. Like I fucked off. Like I had skipped around from college to college. I just didn't want to get back into the real world. I just wanted to use student loan and government money to extend my stay uh, in fantasy land. Yeah. And I think when you do that, it's a fucking giant mistake. And to be quite honest, I would say if you're going for anything other than medicine or law or maybe a few other professions, like you really don't need school anymore. I mean, to yeah. be quite honest, if you want to do the type of work that you and I do, if you really put your nose to the grindstone and you just sit on YouTube and watch tutorials, you can get the 101 basics. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like you can get those down pat and then everything else after that is experimentation and uh, individuality like shining through. Like Yeah, not even like I uh, for me, the quickest way I learned this stuff was I was just I found people on Facebook and just followed them around. Yeah, I followed them in real life. Yeah, like like kind of a mentorship program. Yeah, I've, I'm I'm a huge proponent of mentorship stuff. So like, yeah. Now when anyone like anyone reaches out to me about photo stuff on Facebook, I'm like, yeah, let's meet up, let's talk. Yeah. Like, to me, that's that's the greatest thing because like because a few a handful of people are willing to do that to me, it changed my like trajectory and what I want to do with life. Sure. So it's like, I don't know. I you're I I I agree with you 100 percent there, dude. Like, I use probably zero percent of my college degree, and like. Yeah, I should have just fucking, I should have just, like, I knew within the first year that what I was going to be doing for the rest of my life wasn't going to involve what I was pretending to do for those next couple years. Right. You know what I mean? And I, think, it, I think I was probably right there with you. It, it's Because it, it's so comfortable. People don't realize that. About college, yeah. they say, yeah, it gets you ready for the real world. It's like, you go to college, so you're ready for the real world. It's like yeah. a really, like, dangerous thing sometimes. Well, and to add insult to injury, in my specific case... The school that I attended, um, I was in and out. It was an 18-month program. It wasn't a university. It was one of those private colleges okay. that are that cost a fucking shitload of money because they get you in and out, and they give you a piece of paper at the end of it. Well, I got the piece of paper, and then about a year or two later, the college was shut down by the government for shady practices. Oh, my God. So not only... Was it the Arts Institute in Philadelphia? No, but I went to the one in Minneapolis. But this was not that school. I okay. went to... Th this school was in Arizona, and I got my degree there. They got shut down for shady practices. What those, what that entails, I, I don't know exactly. I just know that they're not in business anymore. But I also know that I still owe that money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the school got fucked, but somehow, you know, See, what responsibilities that, are responsibilities, man. Conspiracy time. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Think about it. Think about it. This man, is it? School shuts down. Hmm. If school don't exist, where does the money go? Exactly. Is this <laughs> <laughs> reptilians? Oh man, dude, have you um, have you ever considered if the planet, everything you've been told about the planet, it's a lie, and maybe that we're on a flat plane? Are you a flat earther? No, I like to pretend to be. Sometimes it's fun, right? It's fun to fuck with people. It's I like to pretend because, like, I feel like everyone is. Yeah. I feel like everyone who's a flat earther has got to be pretending. Like, it's got to be the biggest joke. Right. Like, it's just a hilarious joke, right? Absolutely. I mean... There's no other way to explain it. But then... You don't then, really need a, a firm grasp on much to no. wrap your head around the fact that this is a ball. Yeah. Except for if it's a ball. 
how come no i'm just kidding <laughs> that's i love like i love i love uh i don't know i just love it i love the phenomenon of flat earthers yeah it's weird it, it's it's got to deal with the man i i can't like of course someone like me would sit here and think about like the world and how scary it is because yeah. i'm five foot that's here. why i can't smoke weed anymore you can't that's i haven't smoked it, weed in, in a head. long fucking time because my if i smoke a shitload of weed and then went and sat in the backyard on a clear night and stared up at the sky and saw all those fucking stars. You'd freak out. My mind reels and it goes into the recesses and I have a tough time pulling myself out of that. Oh, and that man. is in a nutshell why I don't smoke anymore. Dude. <laughs> because shit is so vast, I can't fucking deal with it. Like, even sober, if I sat and thought about that for too long, I'd drive myself up a fucking wall. Do you think that's why we always have to stay busy? So we don't sit there and think about the universe? I mean, I think so. Idle hands are the devil's workshop, and that's <laughs> that's definitely the devil. When you, f I, like, I don't know, man. I just remember the last time that I was in Arizona, and I was high, and I was in the backyard, and I did just that. What I just explained, and I fucking see it's different though because it's a dry heat. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> They have that shit on shirts and bumper stickers. It's a dry heat. Somebody made a lot of fucking money <laughs> off of dry heat. And it ain't fucking me. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a great brand. That's a dry heat. No, I... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, no, I forgot what I was going to ask you before we were talking about the stars. Because it was about something else that freaks me out. Just sitting here thinking. <laughs> a lot of things freak me out. <laughs> Apparently. You, Are you see, a perpetually like paranoid individual? Like, do you see? I always, I always attributed to my small stature, but you're like eight and nine. Yeah, and I'm like, what? You gotta be scared of, dude. You can touch the sky. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, the top of my cabinets, I would never see oh, what yeah. they look like. It's gross. Man. Zach Steve comes over and he's like, dude, you should probably clean the top of your fridge. I'm like, motherfucker, yeah. you don't see me going to your house telling you clean underneath your toilet seat. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> just because I can see it doesn't, you know, like. I've always been the tall kid, though, like as long as I can remember. It so was, did you play basketball? Everybody asked me that, and I was fucking horrible at basketball. What? I love playing Look it. Look how artistic you are. You don't get both stats, Fuck no, dude. Man. Come are you on. kidding me? It's an RPG. And even when I was in high school, the fucking uh, history teacher who was at the time the basketball coach as well, he was like, he'd always give me shit when I like walked past his classroom and he was outside. He's like, oh, there he goes. Tallest man in school, but he's not playing <laughs> ball for me. And I'm like, motherfucker, you haven't seen me play ball. See, Just... Just save your fucking breath for cooling your porridge, <laughs> asshole. Was it a small enough school where, like, the art teacher was the basketball coach and stuff like that? No, it was a big school, but... Uh, was it Axta? <laughs> no. That was a middle school oh, where yeah. you and I both attended. That's right. Axtell back in the day, though, that was... It was a little rough back in the day. Dude. Is okay. it still? Or I mean, was it still, I should say? You know, like, we're not, you're not that much older than me. How much? How old are 29. you? 29. Are you really? Yeah. You don't look a day over I 28. I don't. Thanks, dude. <laughs> no. Oh, dude, yeah, no. Excel. <coughs> let me tell you this story. So, you know, I, I pride myself for saying I went to the most diverse elementary school in town. The most That's got to be true. The most diverse uh, middle school and the most diverse high school. It also means I just went to, like, the poorest ones. Yeah. Well, but, that's, what, that's yeah, how it was for me, too. I loved it. Just uh, dirt dude, poor. I remember in... Axel, seventh grade, this girl, we got this girl, she was like an immigrant, she was from like, I don't know, somewhere brown, Panama, Costa Rica, Venezuela, one of those places, dude, and she's like, I'm Megalena, and I was like, hi, I'm Sam, 
She fucking gave me a kiss on the cheek. First time I met her, nice. no girls. Still no girls ever kiss me. That was like the first girl that's like ever like made contact with me. Yeah. Dude, I was like, wow, I was in love. I yeah. was like, oh my God. And she's like, then I just saw a dude to the next guy. <laughs> and I was like, what is this shit? And now I'm racist against Venezuelans. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's my Axel Puck story. I knew, <laughs> like I knew that Axel was a rough patch because we were fucking young. But everybody I knew had already had their uh, intimate experience with another yeah. of the opposite sex. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here, man? Where's We're like our parents? 13. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> parents must be the ones that Every just fucking person I knew was like, hey, man, hey, let me tell you a little something about life. And I was like, I fucking, I won't know about that for at least five more years. And everybody's like. See, you were like, see, there's this like uh, a threshold, right? Mm. For dudes who get like chicks in middle school. And I was too short, and you must have been too tall. Oh yeah, I was fucking. I, I looked mean, like Big Bird. Big Bird fucked Howard Stern. I mean, oh I was just walking God. around. Did you have the like, Howard Stern hair? Probably, yeah. When I grow my hair out, it's a fucking Brillo pad. Oh, it's awful. Man, so you got a little bit of like that Dominican in you. I don't know about Dominican, but uh, have you done a twenty-three in me? No, I'm about to do a twenty-three in me as soon as I can. And that sounds like a really good Japanese porno. Twenty-three in me? That sounds like an awful porno. I like the older chicks. No, like I meant like bukkake. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know me. what that word means. 23 in me? Just think about it. Just kidding. <laughs> I like your shih tzus. Thank you. They're not shih tzus. <laughs> See, that's... You know, Shane? Look, okay? I know I look Asian. I apologize for my That doesn't mean cough. my dogs are Asian. Oh, I didn't say Is shih tzu an Asian uh, breed? I would, I would assume it's so. It's gotta be. Based on generalities. I don't know, man. I'm just like, you never see it on the menu. That was a joke. <laughs> I know. Sweet I was giving you your air. Sweet, sweet and yeah. sour. She's so soup. Dude. What so, episode is this? Um, I don't know. I think, it, I don't know. Ten? Seven? I ten? don't know. Have you done ten of these? I've done a lot. Wow. <laughs> like, I've had someone over, I've done, I've recorded on average at least one a day. And some days I've had like two or three. I've only listened to one, so I have some catching up to do. Oh, man. I've been trickling them, though. Yeah. I bumped yours up. I bumped... It's like a comedy club. I bumped some of the not as good acts. People got bumped for yeah, me? Yeah. Why? Like, release schedule-wise, yeah. Oh, you don't want to bump anybody for me. I Those people are going to fucking hate me now. That's how they're this gonna be goes. like, oh, it's Thursday. See, My shit's supposed to drop, see, and the, then they're going to see some fucking it's never the asshole artist. artist. It's never the artist that... The artist always gets, like... The dirt or like always gets the shit for bumping people. It's always the it's always the manager. It's always the guy in charge of the. Yeah. It's me. I'm, yeah, I'm bumping people. It's a little bit of uh, you know, a little bit of sense of power I get in my little small world. I can see that. I'm looking in your eyes and it's I can a lot see of that. Power. Oh God. God. I can write whatever I want too because of Squarespace. Yeah. Sponsor of today's episode. <laughs> uh, have you ever wanted to design a website but just never took time to learn HTML? Well, I got a solution for you. If you can uh, click and drop and uh, what's resize. Your, what's and, your promo code? Uh, uh, squarespace.com backslash Shane. <laughs> so, Shane Art. Shane Art. Yeah. Shart.com Shart. was taken. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I, I would recommend. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're super bored, go back to the, go back to the park. There's one uh, podcast where I titled... The time I tried fentanyl and shit myself. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, and I actually commented on on your yeah, that, uh, 
uh, post on social media. I shared it yeah. twice in a day, and I did a whole podcast of that. A whole like how how long it's was like the podcast? half an hour monologue of me talking about how I shit myself? Yeah, is most Does, is fentanyl known for doing that? I guess. Really? That's what. Uh, that's what. What is fentanyl? Someone messaged me and said, "Hey, dude, I was on fentanyl. <laughs> I was like, dude, dude, like." I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. What's fentanyl anyway? Is that a painkiller? Yeah, it's, I, have, I don't know shit about dude shit. It's like the most. It's like heroin, except for like four hundred times concentrated, I guess. Wow. And it's like coming from China. Okay. And it's causing, because <clears throat> uh, like you know, there's a bunch of people. It's a prescription, mm-hmm. and like doctors have overprescribed it, and it's way more addictive. Oh, is that part of the op- opioid crisis? It is the opioid crisis. That's what fentanyl is. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's when you hear about people getting addicted to heroin and stuff, it's usually starting with fentanyl. Okay. And they get they buy heroin cause, and then they switch to fentanyl. Like, it's either. Are you addicted? Did I, <sighs> you wanted to be addicted, didn't I you? I wanted to. It didn't make me addicted. Yeah. I've always, like, I always told myself that if, if there were no ramifications for doing drugs. Yeah. You know, like you wouldn't get addicted or, you know, you wouldn't fucking be sleeping on the street. Yeah. The one that I was always curious about was heroin. Like if there was no oh, consequences yeah. for drug usage, like a one-time shot of but heroin. But I feel like that's the one out of all of them most likely to fuck you up just one time. Right. Like, but all my heroes <laughs> yeah. did heroin. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're probably dead too. Well, now they are. But a lot yeah. of them hung on for a long fucking time I and just know, died man. of old age. I feel like <laughs> what's the average lifespan for a heroin addict? And if you have more money, do you do you die faster or slower? That's what I want to know. What are the statistics on that? Well, I think if you have more money, like Magic Johnson doesn't have AIDS anymore, does he? Or HIV? Might as well and not. They, there, was this, uh, that, there was that uh, headline in the paper that they just cured. HIV again. Yeah. So hey. what the fuck? Hey, this isn't lining up with my pharmaceutical company agenda conspiracy where they just want to keep us sick and not cure anything right so i like, like that you're profit. a conspiracy theorist theorist you know, I'm, I'm light yeah as, as part tim as, you're the diet version team you can't even say it as, aspartame aspartame see <clears throat> flies won't even eat that shit shit that's because it's because they want the diabetes flies don't got diabetes they got diabetes so if flies had diabetes they'd do it yeah if it was a diabetic fly i'd drink some diet coke I think I'd do anything if I was a goddamn fly. I got a 24-hour yeah. lifespan. Dude, I wouldn't drink Diet Coke before I had diabetes. Yeah. Now it tastes like... People always say, I, you know, I wish I was a fly on the wall. A fly can't understand English. Why, you know... No, The but fuck does he know from Adam? I don't... Dude, it'd be so crazy to be a fly. <laughs> Could you, like... Because, <laughs> like, you're a fly, right? And Dude, you can fly? Right. But, I'm like, you. you're so fucking small. It's not like you can go that far in 24 hours. Fuck like, no, man. It's not exactly blocks. as if you're a seagull, like, yeah. out gliding, uh, you know, on no, top of No, it's got to be so much work to fly as a fly, too. Like, a lot of energy. Yeah. That's probably why they're always landing on shit and rubbing their hands. Ugh. So, when did you uh, do this full... When did you decide to do this full time? Not talk racist shit with guests, but photograph. Oh, man. It's... <laughs> do you want to hear my story? No one's I ever do, asked yeah. me this. That's crazy. Of course I want to. I'm interested. Do you know what DocuTap is? Uh, yeah, is, like is that a company, company downtown? downtown? Yeah. Yeah, I, I started working there right out of college as a like, cold calling. I was like, cold calling and shit. Yeah. It's like, da 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 da. I was like, buy this shit. Um, That's a sales position? Like, yeah, it's it? sales. Okay. And um, I'd always been in photography since like high school. 
shooting film and shit. Yeah. And then uh, I got a digital camera in college. And then I still had it when I started working on DocuTap. And then I made my own website. It's like, um, I lost the I lost the domain because I gave up for a while. So I'm not going to say it. But I made my own website. And then the day I... I parked that, by the way. Did, did you? you know that? I bought the fucking website. You and you're going to have to buy it off of for, me. Why is it $2,000 right now? Oh, it's more than that. <laughs> it's much more than that. Damn it. You're one of those guys. I wish I was smart enough to do that. <clears throat> Sit there and predict. You I have so domains. many domain names. Do you really? Is this So a- many. No, it isn't. No, <laughs> How you many don't. do you think I own? Probably 15. Keep going. No. Are you really one of these guys? <laughs> a domain hoarder? What? What if you just found that out? Like, I fucking don't make any money at art, but I make you're all just, my money parking just, domain names. You're just blackmailing. <laughs> like, you're, you're watching domains expire so you can pick them up and shit. <laughs> That'd no, be hilarious. I don't own any domain names oh except my, my own. But I've thought about buying a couple of my sworn enemies' domain names oh, when they expired. Yeah. Because I fucking am vengeful like that. Dude, yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, you gotta be cutthroat and ruthless in this game. That's how art works. Anyway, back to DocuTap. Okay, so I was running a DocuTap. made my <clears> website. <throat> a bunch of, like, a photo website. I get a Facebook call from the, the like, head of marketing, the vice president of marketing. At DocuTap? At DocuTap. She's like, hey, come to my office tomorrow morning when you get to work. I was like, oh, shit. I get there. Shout out to Kimber, dude. She is the VP of marketing for Sanford now. I just had lunch with her last year. Nice. So she does all their fucking marketing. She nice. runs the marketing now. But she was like, Sam, what do you do? I was like, I call call for sales. <laughs> She's like, nah, you take photos for marketing. And then boom, I started nice. doing the blogs. I started doing the Instagram. Um, I started doing all like the internal stuff, the mailers. Fuck yeah, man. And then like physical package design and stuff like that. So I got into marketing. And then I was there for like a year and then I was like, fuck, I'm going to quit my job. Because I was like, I, even though it was like a dream job that people would like, I don't know, people would want or whatever. I, I just wanted to quit because I'm a quitter. <laughs> so I quit and I was like, I want to be a photographer. <clears throat> yeah. So then uh, I did that freelance from like 2000, probably like 14 or 15 till 2018. Yeah. Full time. Or 17. Yeah. I, I I just so when you started, how'd you get your name out there to begin with? Free, everything was free. I did everything, was everything free. free to like years and years of free shit. Now, did you just go to businesses and be like, "Hey, can I do this for you? I will do it for free," or did they kind no, of approach I, you? you put I never out? approached businesses for free. Yeah, I just did stuff with my friends for free. Yeah, uh, other people in my position for free. Yeah, entrepreneurs like people like that. I think that's what a lot of people don't understand who are in our position is that you have to do that. I for mean, years. Well, well, you don't have to, but if you want to be if you want to get your name out there uh, yeah. to begin with, you're, you're going to need to do that. I mean, like, you can't just, like, expect to start a business and then place an ad out there and right. then, boom, you got customers. It doesn't work that way. It's like, like uh, when I'll go to an art show <clears throat> or a photography show or something like that, and there's a first-time artist. This is their first show ever. Ever. Like, yeah. ever. Even if it's at a coffee shop or something like that. And they'll have a piece on the wall that's, you know, two feet by three feet. Not small, but also not that big. And they have a price tag on there for $2,500. And <laughs> you can't help but kind of turn your head and scoff a little bit because even if it's an amazing piece of artwork, nobody knows who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, name. There's a lot to be said about name recognition. And like what you're talking about, doing work for free, 
that's how you get that built up in the beginning anyway. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? That's the thing. So you have to be like really, I was really selective with my free shit because mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was actively networking, trying to find people who are starting businesses. Yeah. And like ones that I thought would be viable or that I would click with and stuff. Sure. And like, dude, I've done so much free shit that people like, you know, that never sees the light of day or like doesn't yeah. amount to anything like, like I've done so much free shit, but like, I knew that uh, doing that, I would get good enough where people would want to pay me. And that was always my strategy. Yep. I was like, I was like, either I'll get good enough or I'll get enough recognition or I'll build my social circle big enough. And, you know, that's what I did. And like, as a photographer, you got to do what you can around here. Shoot shows. Yeah. You go downtown, shoot the same six people, uh, you know, support the homeless economy give them a couple bucks and shoot them yeah that's what i recommend yeah and then you know just shoot shane's murals that's always great to do <laughs> dude i uh, i use your mural for a video yeah I love where's it. my fucking royalties dude if i made any money you would make some money <laughs> oh yeah. man no i uh no but yeah just how how about you is that is that pretty similar to your raise rise to fame just I remember you, you tell me you sold like you were just like were in Arizona and just like yeah taking whatever you could Arizona yeah um you know all over the place and as far as that's I think that's the biggest mistake that people who are going to be self-employed or want to be self-employed make is they think that right off the money you're gonna or right off the bat you're gonna start making money and some are lucky enough too I mean right place right time kind of thing but for 80% of the case studies or whatever you want to say, that's not the way it is. I mean, you, you're not going to be that good in the beginning. So who the fuck would pay for your work? Like you were saying, yeah. like it's, you're, you're doing it for free, but you're also using it as an opportunity to be in school, so to speak, you know, like teach yourself and have others kind of mentor you and learn the ins and outs because that's kind of always been my approach is like the first one's free, but the next one, yeah. You're probably going to pay like a motherfucker, but just know that the next one is going to be insanely good quality. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not going to skimp on it. And you shouldn't expect me to. But yeah, I mean if it's if it's something where you're first starting out, like that's just how it's got to be done. Yeah, man. Do you um do you ever do you have any regrets? Like have you ever sold something where like how do you how do you like go? Like, I've like, because I see on your site, you, you offer the originals too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, when you let those go, those are gone, right? Yeah. For good. One of a kind. How do you do that? It's some of them have incredibly large price tags on them for no other reason than I don't want to let them go. Okay. Like yeah. that's what it would take for me to part with that. If it's something I spend like six months on, I, it's like a baby, man. Like I can't, yeah. it, like a fucking pet. I can't part with that because I poured so much into it. And I don't know, man, like there's pricing and stuff like that is weird for our kind of profession because when you first start out, you have no idea what you're doing. And I remember when I had my first shows in like local coffee shops and stuff like that, if I sold one piece, I was, I was over the moon, man. And I might have only sold it for like 30 bucks and it might have been like a four foot by four foot, like a pretty decent sized piece. But I was like somebody, you know, like you were saying earlier, like you, 
<laughs> Sometimes you wish you were a psychopath and that money cured all your ills. Well, it doesn't cure all ills, but it's also kind of a cool feeling to have somebody take their hard-earned paycheck and give it to you for something that you've created. It's like some sort of validation in a weird sense. Um, it's not the end-all, be-all. And money is awesome. You can travel with money. You can you can do a lot of things that you normally wouldn't be afforded the luxury of, of doing. But it's a cool feeling when somebody, especially if they hate their job, you know, like yeah, if they're at a call center for... 50 60 hours a week and then they come to your art show and drop a hundred bucks on something you're like god damn man that probably means a thousand times more that means more than someone who would just cut me a check for like 10k you know what i mean like yeah if some it's just it's like where it came from you know like the guy with ten thousand dollars sitting in his bank account to spend that's burning a hole in his pocket probably has a lot more than that in his bank account but this guy all he has to his name is a hundred bucks and he's giving it to you and you're like fuck man you start to well up a little bit you know yeah <clears throat> it's just a really good feeling i don't know where that could, we kind of went off on a tangent no there, i feel that because like i was in there i was thinking like uh the very first piece of art that i bought from a local artist here was from solomon carlson oh okay and it was that it was like that situation where i was like i wasn't working at a call center but i swear it was like my first paycheck at docutap yeah. I was like, I got to like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I need, I need this. Yeah. But no, man. So you and your wife, you guys, your wife <laughs> travel a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, I, there's a skit on Bob's Burgers where they make fun of that. Uh-huh. And I've just been like, it's because it's not even funny because it's, it's just not funny, but it's funny. I don't get it. I need to watch more of Bob's Burgers Dude, because I've great. seen like 10 you episodes. You kind of sound like the main guy. Really? Yeah, you sound like... You oh, know. H. John Benjamin, the guy who does Archer? Yeah. Yeah, he's the same guy, right? Yeah, you're in my head. Oh, There's man. a crossover episode where Archer I would love to sound like Bob's that guy. Burgers. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. But yeah, wife, well, you guys uh, <laughs> you guys travel. What What's what's some cool places? Let me know. Uh, my favorite place that I've ever been was Puerto Rico, and that was... We went on Airbnb and we, I think the first four nights we stayed in old San Juan. And then we got, we went out to a rural area called, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but I think it was uh, Stella in Rincon, like R-I-N-C-O-N. And it was just a rural area on the west side of the island. So like every fucking night we'd be on the beach with a cocktail, like watching the sunset. And in the distance there was this, giant rock just out in the middle of nowhere in the water which later we found out was like this nature preserve so there was a bunch of like exotic animals and shit on there and i don't know man like i've never i haven't really been overseas like we travel a lot but we stay we keep it in the states because i'm such a fucking nervous flyer and (laughs) like that's my that's my kryptonite man like long flights i fuck i keep it together but inside i'm just like uh, any rattle <laughs> like yeah, exactly. any turbulence like, yeah man and then uh but yeah i'd say puerto rico is definitely my favorite we've been to uh new orleans we've been at so many places that like i don't know i'm just really happy that i found somebody who likes the, to travel what's the best food in america now that you've had um i gotta be honest man las vegas yeah. Like it's weird to say that because it seems like fucking Disneyland, but there's so much good food Dude, there. If you get 
uh, off the strip and go to like the Asian part of town. Yeah, that noodle spot, that Manta? famous noodle spot. Do you, is it Manta? Uh, I think I'm thinking of like Lotus. Lot- oh, okay. S- See, Lotus of Siam or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, that's pretty close to Manta. I, man, yeah. yo, next time there's cheap flights, I'm like, Shane, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Day trip. Because I'm telling you, Manta is like the best ramen I had. And then they have a Japanese like patisserie right next to it. Yeah. Where's this Japanese lady? And a bunch of other Japanese ladies, and they yeah. all wear all white and white Kangol hats. I'm like, Man. nice. Like I, I like LL Cool J. Like, I love LL Cool J. So like, I walked into there. It's all Japanese ladies. Who wearing, do you love? Just, oh god. You just walk in there, and yeah. that's all that's playing. They're like making flaming desserts live and shit the whole time. And nice. like, man. And then there's like this Vietnamese vegan place. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no Vegas. Yeah, I agree with you. Vegas, Vegas is Vegas, insane for food, man. I had the best meal of my that. life yeah. there. The place that we actually had uh, my favorite meal of all time just closed like two months ago because oh. the proprietor was involved in some sexual misconduct, allegedly. allegedly. I think it got cleared, but who knows? Damn. A lot of that going around. Yeah. There's just like, a rash of it. I'm, sometimes I'm just <clears> like, <throat> um, you know, even like locally in the in the photography scene, I probably shouldn't say any names. I won't say any names. Yeah, don't say it. We don't need names. But there's like a photographer who came out. He's been like really creepy to girls and shit like last year. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. I kind of do the same shit he does. <laughs> but like not the creepy shit. But like we both take pictures of girls who want to be models. Right. You know, we both like shooting with lighting. Right. We both... You're going to tell me the name off air though, right? Yeah. We're okay. both probably ugly dudes in real life. You know what I mean? Like we're both like hanging out with chicks that we shouldn't be hanging out with because they're way like hotter and like socially cooler than we are. Yeah. Uh, but he just took it to the next level and got creepy with That's it. That's weird, man. Whereas like I just do whenever I'm around like a hot chick or whatever, I just instantly turn gay and <laughs> just gay vibes all the, like all the time. You know, because like I've been in my relationship for ten years, so like it's a defense mechanism <laughs> by now. Like a girl could like like a girl could like pat me on the shoulder and be like, good job and be like, ew, gross. Right. Da- ew. You're just covering your bases. Because you know yeah. you're a creep inside. I'll go make out with a dude in the room, <laughs> closest dude in the room to make sure I ain't creeping the girls. <laughs> Well, listen, man, it's been nice. I'm going to take off. <laughs> so what are you doing later, Shane? <laughs> For those who don't know, I have, and why would you know? This is that we're on the fucking radio, but I have, his cat has been on my lap for like 20 minutes now. I feel like an evil genius just dude, sitting you, here. Uh, dude, you just got to tell, you tell your wife, like, honey, look, I met a guy. We can get dogs. If we go on vacation, I'll watch him. Okay. It's me. Fair enough, man. You met the guy. Yeah. I love dogs. Because that was our biggest worry. That's why we haven't, because we travel so much now. I love dogs I don't want to leave my, I don't want to get pets and then just fucking abandon them for weeks at a time with, you know, some stranger at a, like they have like dog hotels now. Yeah. I don't know what the fucking qualifications are to get into something like that. Can I tell you something? We, I went to Mexico and we had to put our dogs away for a week. Went to a brand new kennel. It's called Happy Dogs. I was like, they wouldn't lie. (laughs) (laughs) Why would they lie? It's in the name, Nicole. They're going to lie to us. (laughs) The dogs are going to be heavy. (laughs) So I got there, dude. They wouldn't lie. They have fucking... uh, What's his name? Uh, From Notre Dame. What's his name? From Notre Dame? Yeah. Quasimodo is in there like... 
fucking pulling like this bag, like dragging this bag, like oh. through the yard. As I'm like bringing my dogs up, I'm like, oh god, this isn't it. It's probably a bag of shit. Whatever, I don't know. Oh, but, it wasn't euthanized dogs. No, no, no. Oh, okay, yeah, that's no, good. And then like he like just calls and he's like. <sighs> What's your dog's name? So I'm like, oh god, no! And like, you know, I think you and I should get into voiceover work. It was scary, but is it? Does anybody in town need voiceover work? Is that a thing in Sioux Falls? I don't. <laughs> or do you have to go to Los Angeles for that? I, uh, maybe Minnesota. Dude, Minnesota. you know, uh, one of the biggest ad agencies is in Minnesota. Like the biggest. Really? It's called Fallon. Yeah, they do like. Uh, they rebranded Arby's. Oh, really? With the we got the meats. We have the meats. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a Minna, Minnesota thing. Hmm. No, I didn't know weird? that. Yeah, no. Have you worked with any art or not art? Have you worked with any uh, marketing agencies or anything like that you do any? You ever sell out? Yeah, I've sold out quite a bit. Cool. I think that's you know as one of my favorite artists, Patrick Martinez says, selling out is the new keeping it real. He's got that in a fucking neon sign in his uh, studio, so. It, it can be incorrect, right? Well, I think the static from your cat's hair is oh interfering God, with yeah, the microphone. I think that's what it is. Will you chuck him? I'm trying what? to, but I'm he wants back up. I uh, as an artist, it's I never pissed. I uh, like especially as a, like when I was a rapper, like anytime we did a show, yeah. I wanted the fucking sign to say sold out, dude. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you? Oh, exactly. Makes no damn sense. No, I I don't think I've ever not that I can remember. I don't think I've ever worked with an agency. I think it's just always been the like corporate headquarters or whatever contacts me directly, which is nice because the fewer middlemen there are, the easier it is. It seems like it seems like if you got to go through six people, yeah, it's just going to be a shit show, like so many chains of command that you have to bypass yeah. and and like, dude, I've I've you know I've because like I really wanted to be a commercial photographer for a while. I guess I am now. I don't know. I don't know what I am, Shane. I don't but, know you. I haven't quite figured it out either. Uh, you know, I, might, I might be transsexual. So, I like how much you whisper on the podcast. It's a little bit ASMR. Yeah. So, yeah, so I got bit. these mics so I could <laughs> hit them with the range <laughs> of emotions. All right, so let's let's be real here, Shane. What's up? I'm thinking about getting a bunch of fake hedges so I can put them like along like halfway here, and there's some fake clouds up there. Like between two ferns. No, 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 like a, like a hedge bush thing, like straight across. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to save money on that mural, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you want a smaller mural, so you're going to put hedges in there? Yeah, so save money. How much were you originally going to spend on the mural? I don't know. I'm waiting. <laughs> like, I was going to ask every artist I knew. Yeah, you're, and, you're price shopping. No, not that. You don't even care about the well, art. You I, just want to say you no, got a mural I, on your wall. I want... No, it's very specific <laughs> what I want. I want it to be like a greenhouse edition. Okay. Have you ever seen Howl's Moving Castle? Uh, no. Okay, so there's this movie about war. It's, it's an anti-war movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking I love anti-war movies, but he meets with the Witch of the West, whatever, and she's... Her greenhouse is like my ideal greenhouse. That's where they drink tea. Okay. So like I want this I wanted this to like my tea drinking area and then this looks like a three dimensional greenhouse looking out. Wow, that's gonna be tough. Right? See, so like the first <laughs> thing is finding the right artist to do it. Cause like, I have a I have the vision in my head. Right. But I don't know enough people. So I started this podcast. Yeah. Where I interview artists. Right. And each part I try to see if I, I so pitch, basically, I pitch them the mural. Right, right. 
So this is an agenda. It's not so much a The name podcast. of the podcast is Who's Gonna Paint My Mural? <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, it's something like I seriously I seriously want to invest in because Could you actually get a mural on this? I think so. I mean, I don't know what the rules are in a place like this. But... Oh, no, I'm going to live here forever. That's why I want the mural. Oh, okay. That's I'm going to buy this out. All right. So I think you should buy the whole fucking building. Dude, that's that's the goal. Yeah. This used to be an electronics store. Gorley's. Yeah. My grandfather got all of his uh, electronics down here. No way. He was a boxing coach, and so he would come down here and buy the cameras that look like fucking rocket launchers. Yeah. The ones that you had to carry on your shoulder. With the reels? With the reels. Ooh. With the VHS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember Gorley's. Dang. Did you, um, do you know Rick Gorley? Not personally, but I know of him. I know that he knew my grandfather. He's someone who really supports the art scene. Uh, yeah? Like, hard. I like he, that. I think he actually runs the South Dakota, like, uh, music archive. Oh, okay. So he's actively, he's nice. in charge of archiving, like, all music made from South Dakota right now. Nice. So, yeah, he's a huge into the arts. And, uh, man, he has this, he had this dog that was a uh, Brittany Pointer. Mm -hmm. You know, like, one of those spotted French dogs that are amazing at hunting. Yeah. It's so much anxiety that it had to be around someone at all times. Yeah. So, like, when he would have to travel for work or leave town for a couple of days, I'd watch his dog. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sweetheart. <That> dog. <laughs> Did he ran it over. What? On accident. Oh. And I cried so hard. And, like, man, poor Rick. I, I, feel, I feel so much for that man. Yeah. He's helped me out a lot. He gave me this. There's there, a kitty corner from here uh, next to the Evans building. There's a... Another building that Rick owns. Yeah. He gave me like a whole basement photo studio for like dirt cheap. Nice. Like dirt cheap when I quit my job at DocuTap. Yeah. So he's, Do you still have that space? I don't have it anymore. I got converted to a recording studio. Yeah. And some of my friends are recording like just like the craziest mix of rap and like metal right. down there right now. Okay. So that's biscuit type shit? No, more <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> It's more trap influ it's more like on the rap side, trap side. Yeah. So like more like South Florida sound. It's kinda hard to explain. It's Dude, not mumble rap though. It's like yell rap. I'd it's say. like yell rap. With okay. a lot of distorted drums and stuff. Okay. Like a lot of distortion. As long as it's not mumble rap, then you're good. No, mumble rap's a lot better when they yell it though. That's what I realized. <laughs> because then it's uh the expression changes from I'm uh I'm having like a drug induced uh coma to like I'm expressing something yeah you know what I mean? like i can see that yeah so like you know but maybe mumble rap is a product of uh you know just society yeah so let's pretend for one minute okay I love that it. anyone listening is interested in the business side of being a freelancer okay because i want to keep asking you questions because i'm yeah, curious because i don't know you that well that's so this crazy. is like me interviewing you now. I'm, I'm turning the fucking tables Let's on this. Go. So how do you how do you personally deal with maybe we say difficult clients? I guess is a delicate way to put it. Oh man, it's and it, or do you get paid in full up front or half up front? Or how how's how's that kind of thing go for a photographer? Um, you know, it's for a photographer it's like being the pretty girl. Mm. You know, you can be too friendly. Uh, you can, you know, maybe sometimes say things you don't mean to say, offer too much. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so I had to, I learned them the hard way. Uh, I used to be very like, because uh, I'm a go with the flow type guy, laissez-faire. I like to just be like, you know, like we don't really need uh, like, I used to, used to. I used to just be like, yeah, just pay me when it's done. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. It'll be like this, da 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 da. And yeah. then, uh, just to keep me more accountable, and that's that's my re- that's what I would always tell the client. Like when I had to switch over to being, I basically I switched from just like taking payment when I was finished and whenever they wanted to give it to me, to building that into the initial talk. Like, yeah. Um, like for me, I don't take on a project unless 50%, like I don't even lock out the date until 50% is paid. Yeah. So I'm like, it's always the same pitch. Uh, people will be like, Hey, can you do this for me? And I'm like, okay. And then I'll figure out if it's a full day's work, half day's work or more. Yeah. Then I'll price accordingly. And then, uh, I'll be like, okay. So I'll give him like the proposal. And I'll just, I, cause I like, I like proposals. I like project proposals. I like saying, this is what, this is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to pay. Right. I don't know if that's what a proposal is, but that's, yeah. that's what I say. And, or like, you know, I always type it out and then I always say 50% to lock down the date. It's like, I'll pencil in dates, but I won't start work. Or if someone else pays for that date before you, I'll let you know before I pen them over you. Yeah. So that is, that's it. That's, I, I think it's probably the same thing that like hairstylists do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no, I learned like, I've learned, uh, you probably dealt this too. Like, especially as people that you trust like the most. Oh, like, absolutely. Oh yeah. I know this person. I trust them. They yeah. would never. And then. Yeah. I get paid in full up front from those motherfuckers. It's like, you know what they say? <laughs> you're more likely to get killed, raped, or taken advantage of as an artist by someone, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, it's weird. And I, I always did. And the pricing talk, that took years for me to get comfortable with. Yeah. How about you? How, how did you? When did you become comfortable? I guess the deeper question is, when did you learn your value and how to price yourself out confidently? Because sometimes I feel like that's something I deal with because I, I there's always this struggle of like, well, I know my competition yeah. is pricing lower than me, but I'm I'm like I gotta stick to my guns. I always try to stick to my guns. Yeah. And like now specifically, like the more the longer I'm in on this, the more I try to stick to my guns when it comes to pricing. And yeah. I just I just have gotten better at justifying the pricing. I'd say it because like being more confident in the pitch for yeah. me. Yeah. But did you have you ever struggled with that that part of the business? Yeah, that's one of the biggest struggles for sure. Um, I mean, like we were saying, when you're starting out, it's it's going to be a lot of comp work. It's going to be a lot of free shit for people who may not have that big of a budget in the first place. But, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, as far as knowing your worth, that's that's a tough one. But you really just have to sit down and take a little bit of a inventory and kind of come up with something that you'd feel con- you know what I mean like some of the pieces that I have you know artists here in town and friends and f- even family sometimes have told me that they in so many words that they think my stuff is way overpriced but like I was telling you earlier that's something that I spent six months to a year on and it's 
tough for me to just give that up. So yes, it's an outrageous figure, but it's also not, if that makes sense, like to me, because if you want it that bad, you'll pay that for it. If you don't, I'm fine with that because I want to keep it anyway, yeah. you know, but see, that's, that's, that's such an interesting dynamic. Cause like, I wish I wasn't, I wish I could be in that realm where like, you know, cause like, I guess everything I do is commission in a way where yeah. it's like, it's nothing I create and then someone wants it. You know what I mean? It's never like that. But I it just, could be. I just want it to be like that. <laughs> I just want to take a picture and I want people to say, I want that one. Yeah. Not, I want that one, but nothing like it. Right. With me on it instead. <laughs> and it should look like this other thing that looks nothing like it. Yeah. That's me. So like, I, that's why I, I always struggle when people are like, are you an artist? And I'm like, no. I'm a, I, I live of like, I live, I'm like Blade. Yeah, right. Um, like you drink the true blood shit, the uh, artificial. Yeah, I'm like a daywalker right. where it's like, you know, like. But you pay your taxes. Yeah. Right. But, Wes, Wesley didn't pay his taxes. Oh, Wesley's nice. And he paid even more for it. Dude, did you, you don't fuck with the treasury. Oh, don't fuck with the IRS. Is, is he locked up right now? No, I think no, he's, he's got I think he paid it. his bill and moved on. Yo, why isn't he in the Marvels? Anyways. He's going to be in the new Blade. They're going to make an R-rated another Blade. That's what I heard anyway. Um, this I'm mic's about to pop from the static <laughs> in my dick. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Dude, I love Blade so much. Oh, man, when I was growing up, that was the my techno? shit. The techno? The <laughs> techno? This one hate, I hate about the modern Marvel cinematic shit. Yeah. Where's the fucking techno? Like, I Nowhere think to be one seen. of the Thor movies is kind of like close to techno. Yeah. But no, no techno. Blood <sighs> raves. Mm, there's no, there hasn't been oh, one. Oh, yeah, the blood rave. No blood rave in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, yet. Steven Dorff. There's been no Steven Dorff. Remember Steven Dorff? No, who's Steven Dorff? He was the Dorf? bad guy in the first one. Was he? Yeah. That fucking squirrely little dude who sells mm. e-cigarettes now. He's got those fucking e-cigarettes that are black <laughs> with the blue tip. Oh, He's really? like their spokesperson. What? Or he was at one point. I don't know if he God. still is. Man. Just filled with useless knowledge. What was the jewel of your day in high school? As far as movies? No, jewel. Like, you know, that's what all high schoolers are. Like, they're using jewel to smoke nicotine. Like, oh, I thought you were talking about I thought we were still talking about movies. You got to let me know when oh, you switch sorry, it up like that. Sorry, My, <laughs> You know how your brain, like. What was you, the e-cig of your day? Yeah. Fuck, man. Jolly Ranchers and Zima. Zemo was back for a couple years. Yes, goddamn right it did was. You, did you ever ice anybody? Did you, did you ever do that Shmirnoff ice game? The game? What, what was it? With, what was the game? Oh man, I thought this was a white person thing too. It probably is, but I'm. It's where you hide a Shmirnoff ice somewhere, and then you go, or like I'll put it like in a cupboard, and I'm like Shane, can you grab me the Fruit Loops? And then you go, you open the cupboard, and there's a Shmirnoff there. And you have to get down on one knee and drink it all in one drink while I sit there and do something. God, that does sound like some white people shit. Yeah, dude. It sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I just drank a lot of vodka back in the day. That's all. God, if I drank like I used to drink now, I'd be fucking dead. Man. That... Like, no question. Did you kill the demons? Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're still in there I, somewhere. I was like, now is my excuse. Like, what are you doing? I'm drowning the demons inside. Jesus Christ. Dude, I used to drink... Like, I met my girlfriend at the end of, like, I don't know how, we're, we've been together for 10 years. The day I met her was the last day of a two-week drinking binge. 
Oof. I was drunk for two weeks. I was trying to kill myself. Yeah, that was me on vacation just a week ago. <laughs> Fuck, man. I wasn't where, trying to kill myself. Where were you on vacation? Uh, we went to Vegas, and then we went to Austin, nice. Texas. And everybody's like, why are you going to Austin? And I'm like, because the tickets from Vegas to Austin were 30 bucks. And I was like, why is the fuck Austin not? as cool as everyone says it is? We stayed downtown. So we didn't go to like any music festival type shit or anything like that. And South by Southwest was a week away from when we were there. Oh. So we missed out on pretty much all that kind of stuff. But there was some amazing food, some awesome bars. Um, it's the only shitty part about going on vacation this last time is we went to like I said, Vegas and Austin, and the whole fucking time it was just gray skies. It even snowed in Las Vegas, and I was like, what the fuck, man? This is what I'm trying to get away from. And as soon as we touched down back in Sioux Falls when it was done, it was blue skies. It's the first blue sky we'd seen in two weeks. I was like, fuck. That's hilarious. <laughs> ah, man. I, uh, that's how I feel every time we go to Vietnam. Yeah? It's like save up forever. Yeah? Like it's going to be awesome. And it's not? It's always just the rainy season. I always go in the rainy season. It's my fault. Yeah, but I, I still think that would be awesome, going there Man, in the I, rainy season. Would you ever go to Vietnam? Yeah, absolutely. You should go. I think I, it'd be fun, man. I recommend Vietnam to, to anybody because, A, language. you already know the language. Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah, that is you. Okay, never mind. That's not me. I recommend it to anyone who can speak Vietnamese because, okay. A, you know, you know the language. Right. B. The fuck makes you think I don't know Vietnamese? That's a little dude, bit of a that's... glaring generalization. That, that, I wouldn't even be what if surprised. I did? Dude. Yeah, it's like, it took four semesters at what art school, What if I knew exactly what you were saying to the waitress at Fokin? Oh, my God, dude. Cause, well, I already know you, you don't know Vietnamese because it's pronounced Cause fucking. Fucking? Yeah, that's how you pronounce that business's <laughs> name. So... <laughs> you want some fucking? <laughs> I love that respect. <laughs> Dude, shout out to Vince. He was the he's a guy that was in there. Yeah. Vince, uh, this is a hundred year old building, right? So like two days ago, uh the elevator broke with me and my girlfriend in there. Oh god. And I called the landlord that motherfucker didn't pick up. I called the building owner that motherfucker didn't pick up. I called Zach Seif. He lives in this building. That motherfucker didn't pick up. Vince picks up. Drives over here, fucking prides the elevator open and gets us out, dude. Like a fucking firefighter. It was, it was the coolest nice. like moment of my life, dude. Sitting here watching like YouTube videos on how to use the emergency key to, to open, open the elevator. elevator door from the outside and shit. Dude, it was intense. Yeah, I think elevators they're supposed to have phones and stuff where you can call out. No, that's no, no phone. I opened the it's phone bullshit. door. Shit had like candy wrappers in it. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to the, I've been in the, uh, recently I've been in the elevator for, what's that new hotel opening up? Like the boutique one? Oh downtown. yeah. Security restoring national it. building or whatever or something Yeah. Like I that. can't remember the name of the hotel, but I was recently in that elevator and it's got a fucking like a pinned up sign on it that says, uh, in case elevator does not work, just press second floor button over and over and over again. That's what the sign says. That's what they tell you inside of that over fucking over. elevator. So right away, off the bat, when you step in that motherfucker, you're comfortable. I mean, there's, I don't know, eight floors? Like, if you... Yeah, that's a tall building. If you're on the eighth floor, your only option is to go to the second floor. You know, like, if, if shit hit the fan, it just seems like a weird floor to go to. Like, go to the second, and then just pray for the best. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I've had this weird dream about that building. I like that building. There's I, a big bank vault in there. I don't think I've ever been in there, but I've had dreams where I've delivered pizzas. 
to that building and there's people living up there and stuff and like i had this whole made up like imaginary vision of what the inside looks like and it's probably nothing like yeah it looks like that oh okay cool sweet (laughs) i don't even go check it out (laughs) how do you feel about all the cranes and construction downtown it it makes my heart so happy like i counted and i saw like this summer i saw like four yeah cranes and i was like Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Because you've been a Sioux Falls person your whole life? Yeah, I was born and raised here. I mean, I bounced around for a little while, but ended up back here. Uh, I've spent most of my life here. But it's weird because, like we were talking about on the way over here, downtown used to be a ghost town. And uh, it was tough for, you know, it was pretty rare that you'd see one business hang on for longer than like two years. And it sounds like Minerva's. I feel like Minerva's. Yeah, was, Minerva's like, is kind of always weathered the storm. Yeah. But other than that, not really anything else comes to mind as far as what's kind of stayed the course. But yeah, I mean, it's exciting. Uh, It's going to be more business for people like us. Um, More jobs, you know, for everybody. That's that's really all you can ask for in a place like this that nobody ever really thought that. I mean, I think everybody saw the potential of downtown Sioux Falls, but I don't think anybody really ever thought it would do much, you know, as soon as it has. So... I think organizations like uh, DTSF and stuff like that are a big, big part of that. Oh, I got some feelings about them. Do you? But they, overall, I think they're doing a good job. <laughs> I think they're doing a great job. I think it's a, I think it's a good organization <laughs> overall. But, <coughs> but, 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 but. Yeah? I just feel like. Are you going to open the floodgates right now? They, they just, I just, I want to. You don't have to. I want to. So you bad. feel like you don't want to. It I feels feel like, like I you do. Don't. I feel like don't want to, but I feel like you're conflicted. You know how every I've, superhero in the yeah. movies now is conflicted about something. Yeah, they I, can't just be a superhero. No, they have to have like some past thing that's haunted them for yeah. twenty years. Well, I feel. I feel like that's I'm just gonna you. let it go. I'm gonna let it go. All right, but yeah, no, there's. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna say it. DTSF. They, they had the burger battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Amazing. Amazing turnout. Thousands of people come. Yeah. Thousands. It I've draw, never actually been to one of those. It, it draws the biggest winter crowd. That's nice. the event, right? It's the demographic for downtown. It's the people that want to come down here. It's the people who have money. It's the people that spend their money down here. Yeah. They fill out a contact sheet, right? With the email address. Their yeah. name, their phone number, and the burger they vote for and stuff. And that's a contact sheet, right? Yeah. It, you put your information on it because it's a contact sheet, right? Yeah. DTSF refuses to use those email addresses or give them to the DTSF members. And I'm like, at one, it's like, I think the DTSF members, at least the burger battle participants should get those email addresses, you know? You mean the restaurants? Yeah, the, the, the restaurants who, who are in the burger battle. I think they should get those email addresses at least because I'm like, um, like these are, like, I feel like it would be such a great marketing opportunity to hit a demographic that already wants to come downtown. Yeah. And like you can just send them an email that says, hey, thanks for coming to the burger battle. Here's our next, here's our calendar events for the rest of the year. And that could be the only thing you send out to them. Yeah. And that could still have a big impact. They took all those sheets, they counted the votes, and threw them away. 
I can see why they did that, though. I get it. I completely understand why. But they as did like that. a marketing person, and like as like yeah, but you're a one of psychopath. Those, I'm like you're one of those skeevy fucking I, uh, marketers, aren't you? You're I, one of the people that like when it comes to the burger battle. You still I, believe in phone books. You still get excited when you see a phone book oh, on your on your with porch. With the three lawyers in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. You're like, yeah, and spam magnet, me, motherfucker. The magnet with the garbage no. business. I gotta tell you, man, I love you to death, but I'm siding with DTSF on this one. You know, that's if why I, I got that's marketing why I'm a little, shit, a little conflicted. But if I got some marketing shit after voting for a burger, yeah. do you know how livid I would be? I know, but I wouldn't be that livid, but I, I would still be a little upset. I feel like uh, you would be until <laughs> I you saw the email and then. <laughs> The banner of the email is your mural. <laughs> and then it just says <laughs> your name on it. Yeah. Then you're like, oh shit, 8,000 people got this. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Uh. What the direct clickable clickable link right to my web store? <laughs> Fucking yeah. God, I'm not that much of a whore, am I? I don't know. Maybe we are. Let's, let's talk about whoring ourselves for a second here. Yeah, man. I always feel dirty right. when, when I post the link. To my website. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. I don't know, like, maybe that dirty, but like, I don't feel like I'm being myself. Yeah. Because like, most of the time, I'm always like, yes, yeah, so fuck this, suck, suck that. <laughs> my favorite this. is when, uh, you know, on social media, whether it's Instagram or what, whatever, uh, people will be like, oh, I'll, I'll just put out a new print or something and be like, yeah, here's the dimensions of it. Here's, here's where you can get it. Uh, the link is the link is in my bio or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, where do I get it? And I'm like, I just fucking told you where to get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, literally, dude, that's what the post was about. Dude, I, uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> online shopping. People are crazy, man. People are the, dude, so I work for a, a very large volume women's boutique and yeah. I'm on the marketing side. So I see like the customer service shit. And man, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's like green tank top, sizes small yeah. to extra large. Hey, does this come in a T, <laughs> blue, 4X? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's yeah. a plain tank top. You want it as it? What? It's like, crazy, man. Like, Unless you serve that shit to them on a platter, a lot of times they yeah. just don't get it. See, that's why, like, me as a subversive artist, I don't get very far because I'm always trying to get people to find it. If <laughs> People so fucking stupid. It sounds like it's hard to find it. Oh, man. Dude, I made a, I made a little preview of like the podcast schedule, release schedule. Yeah. And I use like the Mortal Kombat font. Nice. I use like the Mortal Kombat tower thing. Oh, like the choose your, like yeah. the next level yeah. kind and, of choose your player um, shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, no one's going to get this. I got it. You got it, but you got it. No, I was like, yeah. okay, maybe people will get it. Yeah. Maybe I should stop being so, thinking I'm so cool. You ever, you ever check your ego? No, oh, God, no. Is it's, that why you it's have unchecked. a wife? Yeah. Dude, that's why I have Nicole. She checks my ego. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. ego's out of control. Yeah, me too. But I think it's one of those things where you have to be that way if you're going to be, uh, if you're going to be even halfway decent at self-promotion. I really don't think that highly of myself, but I yeah. am good at pretending like I do yeah. because it's gotten me where I need to be. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of artists out there that are a hundred thousand times better than I'll ever fucking be. And I just happen to be vocal about I, the fact that I like what I do. Like I don't paint anything unless I would hang it on my wall. I wouldn't put anything out for the public 
if it wasn't something that I'd be proud to hang on my wall. So ultimately, I think it kind of comes full circle back to the money versus art thing. I because feel like you have so much integrity, dude. Because I'm thinking of my shit. I'm like, man, I've taken so many pictures of scumbags. <laughs> like, I've taken pictures of people who are like having, who have like federal cases against them and shit right now. I've taken pictures of people who've like scanned people for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh my God. Like, my website at one point had like, oh, I sh- I'm not going to name names because I'm incriminating myself. But I had like three of the worst Sioux Falls bad like Ugh. businessmen on there. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh. See, that's another thing people don't realize about like following your dream. If you're not Shane, a lot of times you're doing shit you don't want to do. Oh fuck no! It's I've like, done so much shit I didn't no want to do. So much shit. Oh god, dude. You know how many chins I've removed? <laughs> I have enough. Like my recycling bin has more chins than like I don't fucking know. <clears throat> oh, so many chins. Yeah. I've gotten so good at squishing chins up, taking out some lines, putting an extra collar length in there, yeah. moving, putting a beard on people. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's that's the weirdest thing about what I do and why I struggle so hard to say it's art. Because most of it is deception. Yeah. Most of it's manipulation. Yeah. Like, the artistry behind it is making things fake without people knowing. Right. So... I'm just a fake-ass motherfucker. No, you just... You're just on commission. You're just doing yeah. what they've asked. See, but, like, I, I feel like most other fields, besides probably, like, videography, you don't have... You don't... you don't Like, in art fields, you don't really do that, where it's, like... Where it's, like, you just completely are doing something you fucking hate the whole time. I don't know, man. When I was starting out, I did a lot of, like, commission, like, portraits of people's pets. Shit that I would never want to do. But so I did Except it. for my pets. You'd love Well, those. yeah, your pets are awesome. But <laughs> I saw like every pet owner ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, like uh, designing tattoos for people. I've done that quite a bit. And I've, I, you know, like, I don't want to draw a fairy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> but I need to pay rent or I need to pay my yeah. mortgage or I need to pay A, B, and C. So... That's just kind of what you do when you're starting out. Or doing a mural of a greenhouse for an Asian man. I mean, see, I, I'm going to have to check your bank statement before we go any further. See, that's what you say. <laughs> I'm going to wait for you to hit an all-time low. Yeah. And then I'm going to hit you up. <laughs> like when but I'm I in remember, squalor, when I'm, I'm a like, fucking heroin I'm a, junkie like and my five, wife has left yeah, me. Yeah, like five years later, Shane. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm so sorry about the divorce. Sorry about that divorce, Remember asshole. that podcast, yeah. what I said, though? <laughs> You want to make that fucking greenhouse now? <laughs> Mr. Art? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. No. I think morally, I don't know. I think you have no integrity. I don't think so either. But is the fact that I think about it enough? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I, I feel like the edge of crazy. You may not have integrity, but you have a conscience. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you're doing is wrong. Hey, you don't. And at least sometimes you can't have it all. That's right. Sometimes you (laughs) heads or tails, baby. (laughs) 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 No, man. I, um, in your line of work, how important is, uh, treating people nice? 
Very important. And because uh, I feel like it wouldn't be important, especially at this point, where you can just be like, you know the fuck I am? <laughs> no, that's not the, <laughs> no, that's not the approach that I yet? think. Okay. No, man, this I is still... I romanticize everyone I talk to. Well, I'm not even talking about Sioux Falls in general, but the world now is such a small place that word spreads quicker than it ever has. So you have to do everything you can to to pad your reputation. I mean, you can't. When I was younger, I was a cocky motherfucker and just an arrogant piece of shit. And if I saw myself on the street, you know, at that age, I'd probably beat the shit out of myself because, like, I was just, my ego was swollen. And it still is a little bit, but at the same time, like I said, it's it's kind of one of those fake it till you make it things, you know? Like, you, if, if you don't, if you're not good at marketing yourself, which most artists aren't, because it is, it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about how good you are at what you do. That's a weird, that's like talking about yourself in the third person. It's fucking weird. But once you get over that hump, it's become second nature and it's part of the job. You have to talk yourself up. Otherwise, you know, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, are you good at painting portraits of pets? And you're like, yeah, I'm all right. Well, why the fuck would they pay you? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I mean, you say, yeah, I'm the best there is, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, and then they're like, okay, here's a check. Because nobody wants somebody who's, 50% good at something, you know, and then and you might never see a finished product anyway. You know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of different factors that go into, into projecting like a confident self image. And for people who are either insecure or just not well versed in the ways of how to do that, that's a tough thing to do, but it has to be done. I mean, at this point, you know, like we were saying earlier, you got to do a lot of work for free. But once you get that name recognition and people are like, oh, he's this photographer who did this. OK, OK, now I'm going to, you know, I, now I will shuck out an extra thousand dollars or whatever for him as opposed to one of his contemporaries. Like, I don't know. It's just part of the deal. Yeah. It, that the only time where uh, something like something in that vein happened to me where I took a photo of someone like famous and then I was in Vegas and my Uber driver was like, Oh, what do you do? And I was like, Oh, I'm a photographer. He's like, you any good? <laughs> you know how like taxi drivers are? Like, yeah, good. And I was like, I put up my website and the first picture I had on there was like the current UFC champ that I shot. Oh, okay. He's like, oh shit, that's Robbie Lawler. And I was like, yeah. He's like, here's my card. I run a. Here's a pimp. Uh, <laughs> so I run this modeling agency. You willing to fly down here every other month to take pictures of my new girls? I was like, yeah, cool. And then like, I yeah, look, man. And you're still driving my Lyft. Yeah. And so the, how's yeah. the modeling agency so, doing? That's uh, there's that. No offense to Lyft drivers. It's a respectful profession, but I'm just saying. Especially mine today. She was a great woman. Uh, happy International Woman's Day. She was a great woman. Uh, happy Muslim Day. She's a great Muslim woman. Happy uh, Filipinos Day. She's a great Filipino. How do you have any clients at this point? Dude, <laughs> I don't know. That's what, that, dude, dude, that's, that's, that's the thing. Did you start this like podcast and you were initially going to name it Career Suicide? No, it was it was going to be called the Gayer Agenda. Oh, okay. Like G A Y E R. Because you're. No, no, no. Because the idea of the gay agenda itself is preposterous to me. Like, oh, okay. there's a bunch of gay dudes out there, like 
their only mission is to convert straight dudes instead <laughs> of gay. Like, so mine's a gayer agenda, whatever that is. Well, you have to come up with something. Like, what is that agenda? I don't know. Uh, we'll just put a pin in that. We'll figure it out. Dude, no. The lift lady. Great job, Emma. If that's your real name. I know how you Asians are. Sam. Sam. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> These fucking... Dude, do you have a do you have an American name? <coughs> or is, is Shane your real name? Is that your government name? Uh, my Christian name is Tony Shaloub. No, it isn't. No. Do you know who that is? No, who's that? The guy who played Monk. Oh, really? Remember that show on USA? I never watched Monk, but he was in a show. I never watched it either. He was in a show before Monk that I watched a lot. Wings. Yeah, that was a show. Yeah, yeah. that was a show. Yeah, yeah. Wings was a great show. Oh, man. What was the what was the uh, dipshit mechanic's name on Wings? I don't know. I'm thinking of Nathan Fillion, but it's not Nathan Fillion. Cause that's what the, the fuck was it? Now I can't remember. Ah. <laughs> Dude, it was in the 90s. How do you expect me to remember that? I don't know, man. You were like seven. Yeah. I was seven in the 90s. Man, you're good at guy, math. It's that guy who was in uh, Sideways. Remember that movie? About uh, when they went to wine country and the one guy was going oh. through a fucking harsh breakup. Paul Giamatti. Is it Paul Giamatti? No, it's the other guy. It's no. not Paul Giamatti. No, I don't know. Fuck it's it. Top movie. Top movie? Let's go. I'm pretty uh, stereotypical with my top movies. I'm into that gangster bullshit. I love Goodfellas. I love Casino. Oh, okay. Love all that stuff. Um, the Cooler is a really good movie. You ever seen that? No, what's that about? It's where Alec Baldwin's in charge of one of the old school hotels hotel casinos on oh. Fremont Street in Las Vegas. I don't think I've invested enough time into Alec. Alec. I think he's probably a good actor. That Yeah, he's a really good actor. Attention to. I don't know how he is in real life. Uh, I've heard. Probably smells like a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Have you seen The Raid 2? The Raid? 2. No. If you like the epic gangster family shits. Yeah. Let me, I, think I, have, I think I have the Blu-ray. I might, I might leave you with it okay. when you leave. If I can find it. it oh, my God. <laughs> it's like Indonesians versus the Yakuza. Nice. Versus, oh, it's, uh, the, versus the, uh, the Indonesian crime family versus, like, the SWAT team. And, oh, my God. The Yakuza have missing limbs or missing appendages, right? They cut their shit off if they... Uh... If they if there's an infraction against the family, isn't that true? Really? Yeah, I always thought that that was like one of their big <laughs> calling cards, for lack of oh, a better term. I thought it was just tattoos. Oh, it's a lot of tattoos too. Yeah, but I think a lot of them are like missing fingers for infractions against the family. Dang, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm the Asian one in the room, and you're you're telling me things I didn't know. Yeah, you might be right. I'm involved in a lot of organized crime movies. Okay. No, dude. Not organized crime. The, the Raid 2 is the... Like, there hasn't been a good modern mob movie in a while. You know yeah. what I mean? Crime family movie. The I, Irishman is coming out. Are you excited about that? Which Scorsese's one new one. It's oh, going to drop really? on Netflix. No. It's with Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that. Action Bronson's in it. What? Fuck yeah, man. Is he just eating Sebastian a bunch of shit? Sebastian Maniscalco, the comedian, he's in it. When is is it he drop? just eating a bunch of shit? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I think it's within the next, like, I want to say, like, six months. Okay. So probably while you're listening to this podcast. Probably right now. Yep. Dude, have you... I really like The Departed. 
And yeah, that's great. And Infernal Affairs. Have you seen the Internal Affairs? Yeah, the Hong Kong one. I like that you said Infernal Affairs, though. Isn't it Infernal Affairs? It's Internal Affairs. It's Infernal. I swear to God. No, dude. No, get, I'm not pulling out your my fucking phone. checkbook out. No, I no, did. don't pull out your phone. I want you to pull out your checkbook and put money on Is this. Is it in? Because oh. you're going toe to toe with a fucking movie okay, buff here. You, dude, if you're asking me to pull out my checkbook, <laughs> I'm like, do you have a square reader? <laughs> checkbook. I wrote a check to the IRS yesterday. It's the first did fucking you? check I've written in. I don't know. I don't. You want to know something? Sixteen months. What? Might be, this might be very millennial. Except for void. That's fine. I have no problem with that. You know do you why? need a safe space to talk about it? No, I just don't pay people. Do you know, are you triggered? Me. Are you no. triggered right now? But is there is it You look triggered. Is it with a Q U E or a K? Huh? Check. <laughs> well if you're British, it's with a Q U E. Well, didn't they invent the language? Yeah, but they can't fucking speak it. Have you heard them? <laughs> no, I don't know what British people sound like. I'm sorry. That's not what they sound no, like. No, <laughs> that's probably more like, I don't know, Mongolians. Uh, some fucking country bumpkin. Yeah. So. What's up with this cat? Dude, he's just. He he knew he was going to be the first cat to be executed at the Humane Society ever. Yeah, he's grateful now. Yeah, he's super Jesus. grateful. If you if, had a dog, what would you name it? It's a little white one. Travis. That's too human of a name, dude. No. I think human names on pets are fucking hilarious. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Dude. George. Bob. Bob's a good Bob. dog. Yeah. Reginald. Reginald? Yep. That's a that's original. I like puns. Vietnamese yeah. people? I can't wait to hear one. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Dude, I'm checking what time it is because I can't be late. No, up my you wife. won't be late. Okay. Don't worry. I'm running out of steam. <laughs> I'm getting like sweaty. The sun's just like, <laughs> I'm starting to smell like fish sauce. You know what that smells like? I love fish sauce. Do you ever cook with it? All the time. My <laughs> wife hates it because it fucking reeks. Dude, it like, oh, <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. See, my girlfriend loves it because it smells like my bio. Yeah. So every time I'm cooking with fish sauce, just smells like I haven't showered for a week. She just thinks you did some cardio. She gets real excited. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's like, is that pheromones? I'm like, no, I'm just making pad thai. Just pad thai. Yeah, it's just pad thai. Yeah. Put your pants back on. <laughs> just cooking pad thai. <laughs> you know what the kids used to call me on the fucking bus to Axtell? What's that? Oh, I can only imagine that if going to Axtell. Right. And man, I was at Axel when 9 11 happened. So not only do you have all the all the minorities in town, you have all the poor racist white people too. And the nice poor white people. See, that's what people don't understand is that like there is racist white people, but like every fifty, there's probably three fifths of a nice one. There's you know, there's good white people out like there's there. a nice racist white person or just a nice white if person. If I came out like that of how I said that, that's kinda of what it sounded let's like. Let's just I stick know. with it. <laughs> Every, this, is, this is nice racist people. But is this gonna be the longest podcast you've recorded? I'm going for six hours. No, we're not no, going we're for not, it. No, we're I'm not gonna get up and close. leave if that's the no, case. No, you can't leave. <laughs> Tell my I'm give my cat the secret signal to sit on you. No, what's that saying about Axel? Okay. So, 
growing up here, we had a one-bedroom house. Yeah. And my mom cooked everything, right? We never ate out. Yeah. That's how you save money. Just cook shit, right? And everything's cooked in fish sauce. Uh, so, the ki- like, and my coat would, it's just like a one-room house, dude. It's a small-ass yeah. house. So, everything smells like fish sauce. Yeah. Every day I get on the bus, these kids, they just call me barbecue chips. Barbecue chips? Because they never smell fish sauce. That's the closest that so they could. I guess that's the closest thing is Man, barbecue chips. Kids are fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't Fuck even them. be bothered to go to Hy-Vee and look at the shelf. Yeah. I don't think fish sauce. I don't think Hy-Vee had an Asian section back then. You don't think so? I feel like they might have. Not in middle school. I don't know. Because I remember having to go to, like, to Sioux City for bullshit. Like every Saturday was a Sioux City run. I like that your mom wanted to save money by cooking at home, but she went to Sioux City for groceries. Yeah. <laughs> Just a quick trip. She's good at like, like instant math. <laughs> yeah. But like, if she like would have spreadsheeted that shit, shit out, yeah. yeah. If she would have spreadsheeted that shit out, <laughs> taking all like the external factors that aren't Listen. direct price. Yeah. Like gas, time, valuation, like emotional yeah. damage. What kind of uh, music do you listen to? Because you said you were a hip hopper. Used to rap. Uh, I like a lot of R and B. I'd say I'm an R and B guy. How do you feel about R Kelly's bullshit? Uh, R. Kelly's, I was never a fan of R. Kelly. Yeah. I just, for me, I can just hear the child molesting in, in music when I, I have a pretty good child molestation detector. Okay. Um, except for I'm never watching the documentary about Michael Jackson. No, you're not. Because as an immigrant, he is still like our Superman. Yeah. For some reason. Like, I think if you were a Bolt person, tell when I got to. America, so whatever that time span is. You know, there's other heroes that you could have. No. I mean, you could you could take him off that pedestal and put someone else up there. Damn it. You know, it, it's not set in stone that you have to worship that guy. I haven't seen that documentary, by the way, and I'm really curious to actually see it. I've heard awful things about it. but My face looks like someone that was like, sexually abused by a catholic church and then you just said you can leave that religion and i'm over here like no i can't yeah okay. it's weird i don't like it yeah I don't all right dude okay i'm gonna watch the michael jackson film this is this is the changing point because you know why i always say i am a smart person right who takes on new information and is willing and to- you're a diehard republican no what that's what you told me before this podcast started well you no. said you wouldn't admit it on the air oh and that's fine. I'm not judging. Uh, Listen, it's I mo- get it. It's about the it, the pendulum swings. Fiscal conservatism. The pendulum swings too far one way, and you can't help but you know it, you, it's, it's lesser two evils. Yeah. You know, I started paying taxes, mm-hmm. and then I moved downtown. Yep. Got a white girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, mayonnaise is spicy. Okay. Got diabetes. That's weird. That's weird to me. I think you should get rid of your diabetes. I think you should follow that diet we were talking about. (laughs) Dude, I'm on such a tangent. But, no, I listen to, like, Mm R&B. Like, really new R&B, I'd say. Like, I I really like... You love Frank Ocean, don't you? I like Frank Ocean a lot. I don't mind Frank Ocean. That's because I'm an ally to the homosexuals. Okay. Um, I'm just talking about his music. Oh, because you said you like Frank Ocean, and I'm like, well, he's probably the only gay guy I'd probably go out with. Okay. But yeah, his music's pretty good, too. Yeah. 
Um, I like Frank Ocean. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard to explain. I like a lot of the R&B from Toronto, except for Drake. Like everything except <laughs> everything for Drake. Everything but Drake. Yeah. Everything but the biggest name to come out of yeah, Toronto. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Everything that he's influenced. Yeah. I'd say. I like uh, that he has a clothing company. Well, it's his record label, and then it kind of spawned into, or they spawned it into a clothing company. OVO. Oh, yeah. OVO. October's very own. I think that they, because I think the rest of the people on that label aren't nearly as good as Drake is. Yeah. So they're kind of hanging on to the clothing company. I don't know what the other people do on the record label. Because like they've all released like one or two albums and they've all flopped. Right, as far as I know, they every have. single OVO artist, and like, I like some of them. Yeah, like I, re- I have some of their vinyls out there. Yeah, um, but yeah, so they're more viable as a clothing company now. I don't know if they're more valuable as that, but it it seems like the clothing I, I, company is like so. really taken off. Yeah, I would think so. And it's so simplistic too, because their logo is just an owl. That's yeah. all it is. I mean, it looks cool. I like the the way it looks, but. Have you so when you make your merch, do you team up with people locally or you? I want to eventually, yeah. That was kind of the goal that I had in mind was to collaborate with different artists and photographers and stuff like that. And basically, just yeah, do uh, I don't know, like I want to bring back the photo tee where it's a t shirt with like a photo on it, yeah. but not like a shitty print, like a good right, photo, right? Print. Like just a, like a because, like, yeah, like some black of my, and whites yeah, and some of my favorite like shirts are just like a sick ass, yeah, like, mine too. Kind of look like a Polaroid on them. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It's like, I think that's kind of why I, I did the clothing thing is because I wanted it to be really simplistic and kind of basic and just, you know, like we were talking about when you came over to the studio, like a really basic kind of scratch this itch type deal. Like I, I've always been interested in graphic design and stuff like that. And so this is kind of hitting on that mark for me. I just me. keep looking at the ampersand in your logo. Yeah. And... First of all, you illiterate motherfuckers, the ampersand is that, that sign. That yeah. Most and people just say ant. Yes. Plus ampersand. I love the word ampersand, too. Me, too. And, like, and I love that it has the word and in it. Yeah. Ampersand. Well, I mean, where do we go from there? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it just sounds like a nothing burger. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. How many dollars... Uh, do you want to bet that Josh never finishes your video? Why? Is he like that? No. <laughs> he usually does. <laughs> well, I, why I the just, fuck would I... Because I, I like to bet on like oh, okay. the, the precedent. <laughs> you okay. know what I mean? Like, this could be the first time. <laughs> so it's a safe bet for you. I suppose, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is the kind of gambler I am. God, that is, yeah. You know what I mean? Chaos. When, when is it supposed to... When, when's this hot <laughs> new video drop? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's no deadline so chaos it could be 10 and years you know from he now. fucking talked about that in his podcast he's like, yeah well, there's no deadline i just never finish it I'm yeah like and then i said what about that shane one well he doesn't have to he's he's got no obligation to finish i mean that's true i'm not holding him to the coals no. he could put it out a decade from now and i'd be fine with it see he's dumb i'm like yo i'm bumping shit i'm getting this shane content <laughs> pronto while the topics we're talking about is still fresh all right yeah but what's I mean, gonna that- happen next week Let's pretend it's next week. Okay. Talk about what's going to happen next week like it's today. You mean in terms of just general <laughs> We got to try to predict, predict shit. Oh, dude, did you hear this morning uh, North Korea uh, 
Yeah, they did another test missile. The first one sends the talks. Isn't that crazy? I didn't hear that, no. That's because this happens next week when yeah. we drop this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And you have a cat on your lap. Dude, I do. When you laugh like that. It's great. What? I read on your bio. Right. That you were very young when you started doodling. Yeah. When did you, like, and you went to school for it? Yeah. So have you ever been on a path to do anything else? No, you I'm not never, good at anything else. You never thought, of, like, you know what? I want to be an accountant. No. Uh, this is the only thing I've ever been halfway decent at. And even when I started, that's what people are always like, oh, you're so talented. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just fucking did it over and over and over again. Like, I didn't come out of the womb knowing how to draw. I drew like shit when I first drew. See, that's what I love. It's about. a skill, man. You got to build it up. So I do you like kung fu movies. I want to like kung fu movies, but you I've never... You fucking lived one. I've never seen kung fu you, movies. You lived a kung fu movie. You, I lived one. You know, the start out shitty, do the same thing for 20 years till you get good. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a kung fu movie? That's right. the theme of every kung fu Fuck movie. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I love kung fu movies. There we go. I think the extent of my kung fu knowledge is fucking Kill Bill, and that doesn't even qualify. Not that. Because that's Sur directed by a white man. Surprisingly. You think it qualifies? Surprisingly. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. It's an but amazing film. Oh, now your dogs are here. Oh, I honestly think Kill Bill is one of the best. Like, for a modern film, it pays so much fromage to... Um, homage. Fromage. Homage? Fromage. Tin. Tin? What? Tin? Tin? I'm sorry, go on. Fromage, it pays fromage to, um, like, the older Kung Fu movies. Did that throw you off when I just said tin? Yeah, what's tin? I don't know. I just oh. pulled it out of Fromage, the ether. Fromage is cheese in French. All right. I was seeing if you knew that. <laughs> gotcha. Sorry, I'm obsessed Dude, how with much dog. do you love that dog? This dog is amazing. Yeah, that's got a normal dog name. You know, like Bella. That's a normal dog's name. Not Travis. <laughs> Not Travis. What do you listen to? You're a hip-hop head. Yeah, I love hip-hop. I can tell from... Uh, the way you walk. Can you really? Yeah. How do I walk? A do I have a dig? A little bit of swagger. You get a little dig? You, you drag the outside back of you your gotta, shoe? Yeah, you gotta like make your right hand into a claw and then dig it. <laughs> what? <laughs> You've never seen a dig? No. You should go research uh, Tracy Morgan's what? explanation on how to dig. How to dig. Okay, that's on my list. <laughs> that's it called your dig. And that's what he does. He fucking makes his hand into a claw and then he digs it. What? It's amazing. No, I, I knew you liked hip-hop because I was reading transcripts of your stuff. But From the first minute of this podcast till now, how many listeners do you think hung on the whole way? I know probably Jordan. Jordan? Thanks, Jordan. And Josh? You think Josh listens yeah, Josh. to this? Yeah, Josh. I can see Josh having it on in the background. What yeah. do you think Josh would be doing right now at this point? He's in Mexico, isn't he? No, 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 while listening to the podcast. Let's say he's back in his oh, office. Okay. He's probably chewing on he's the end of his pencil. Probably editing the video of yeah. the studio visit. I hope so. Who's to say? I don't know. Certainly not me. Yeah, I mean, what'd you think about Danny? Remember that guy, the third guy there? He was, he was a nice fella. He writes. He's an author. He writes, um, he's got a book, he's got a short story on Amazon. Okay. And like the, the amazing thing about Danny, I was like, I guess we do it too, but for him, his whole thing is like, he just makes up shit. Yeah. 
That's it. Because he writes fiction. It's all fucking made up. But what kind of stuff is it? Is it uh, like, you know, does he do like oh, sci-fi type I, shit? Or it's is it very like, like uh, masculine. Yeah, a little bit of sci-fi. He's masculine fantasy. sci-fi? <laughs> fa- uh, fan- <laughs> masculine fantasy. I don't know. You like Conan? You like dudes chopping each other in half like that? Yeah. Yeah, going on dude adventures. Have you ever seen the movie Bone Tomahawk? No. So I watched that after I got my vasectomy. And there's a part <laughs> that sounds like what they did to you. There's a part where this uh, tribe is like after these cowboys and they find one of the cowboys and kidnap him, turn him upside down and chop him in half with a tomahawk. Like, and they split him right from the area where I got my procedure all the way to did his you skull. feel it when they did that to him. Yes, I did because I was covered. My bottom half of my body was covered in ice and I was like supposed to lay on the couch for a week. And then uh, that's the first fucking movie that I watch. Yeah. And I'm just like, is this a bad sign? Like, what's going to what's gonna happen here? I watched a YouTube video yesterday of some lady, like, oh, a trailer for a bright burn. Like, piece of, like, a light breaks and a piece of glass just shoots into this lady's eyes all bloody and shit. Oh, I saw that. Is that the little superhero yeah, kid? Yeah, I'm sitting there like, ah! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that James Gunn who yeah. did that? Yeah. Nice. James I want to see that. I want to see that, too. I it like anti-hero movies. Yeah. You know, I'm sick of these superhero movies. I want a super villain movie. Yeah. I want, when are we going to get a strong female protagonist in a super villain movie? That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, the last one I can think of was Misery. Oh, that was great. Species was great. Species. Dude. Yo, okay. This is a good question. V- Species and Resident Evil 2 are the right. two things that I was exposed to. Way too fucking young. Right. And really traumatized me. What are the things like that for you? Uh, probably the video game version. Uh, Resident Evil. When I was playing Resident Evil on the whatever fucking console it was, I don't even remember what the first one was. Was it just PlayStation or something like that? Yeah. That was terrifying, man. Because it was, so, it was the quietest video game I've ever played in my life. And then all of a sudden, just when Flash the shit hit the fan, you yeah. Know. <gasps> you know, you just fucking jump. Dude. Like I, I'd never played a video game like that before. And... Yeah. I'm not like big into video games because I know how addicting they can be. And like if I played today, I wouldn't get shit done. Have you seen my apartment? I have like 30 video game consoles everywhere. I see that. Like six gaming computers. Yeah. This is an Asian house. I couldn't live that life. I wouldn't get a fucking thing done. You know what? Most of it's my girlfriend's. She's the gamer, not me. Okay. I mean, I know that's bullshit, but. No, look at me. I'm, I'm, (laughs) (laughs) I don't game. (laughs) No, but um, Resident Evil, do you want to, I was like six, seven, maybe eight, I don't know. Yeah. You know, back before you knew about murder? Yeah. And like. Then all of a sudden you learned gore. about murder. Well, I was in KB Toys. Remember KB Toys in the mall? Oh, in I the fucking mall? love that place. Yeah. It's bright, it's packed to the ceiling, toys. Yeah. Like bright colors, stuff. I used to animals, love that place. Like inflatable things. They had the console up front that yeah. everybody was always playing in the mall. Yeah. That's where I play Resident Evil 2. Yeah. So it's all these like beautiful child That's children's I, things. I would and, fucking oh. play Mortal Kombat there all the time. Every goddamn time I went to the mall. Oh, Shao Kahn. Mm. Who was old. your main in Mortal Kombat? Uh, Sub-Zero. So you were a Sub-Zero guy? I was a Sub-Zero guy. I liked Raiden because he had yeah, the cheapest right. moves. Like yeah. you just keep flying across or teleport. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Baraka. I like Baraka. Baraka was sick. They shk. Yeah. Like that noise. Shk. That motherfucker was awesome. Shk. Terrifying looking. Uh, 
the guy that had the hat and the, the guns that threw grenades. Oh, the cowboy. The the what the fuck was his name? Danny Eisenhower. Kung Lao. No, Kung Lao. Yeah, yeah not Danny Eisenhower. <laughs> That's someone else. <laughs> fuck. Anyways. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm trying to get his little baby girl. Yeah. To be the guest on my next podcast. What? So what else can we talk about before? You know, I'm not gonna try to. Stretch this out if we don't need to. I like stretching shit out, man. Me too. Um, I could sit here and do this all day. I miss (laughs) podcasting, man. I I fucking loved it when we had a podcast. And all right, let's talk about what was your your guys is like. How many people was it? How frequently Uh, did you drop it? That's what I'm. We did it every Sunday. Struggling with once a week, and uh, we did it live, and then we threw it into the archives. So. Yeah, every Sunday at, I want to say, like, 4 or 5 p.m. Like, even when I was living in Los Angeles, I would, yeah. like, Skype in and be a part of it. Dang. Is it was, intense to do it live? I feel like I'd be a wreck. It was fun, man. I mean, I wasn't in charge of the boards or anything. I didn't know shit about shit. So yeah. uh, one of my best friends, Scott Freestone, he was he was in charge of all that stuff. And I think uh, a lot of us, like, if we didn't have him, the, none of that ever would have flown because he was, like... As far as I could tell, he was a master at that type of shit because he was like I the, certainly the didn't know how to do it. That was like, yeah, he was in, he was super into that stuff, and he knew everything about you know how much storage space, like how much we had to pay on the monthly, as far as like how to host this and this and that, like all the ins and outs of it. And then uh, Sarah Langenfeld was on there, and uh, Bill Zog, and then we had a different guest like every other week, so we had a bunch of local people who were involved in either music or writing or you know some facet of like the local scene you look like someone who plays board games no 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 damn usually i'm good at calling that (laughs) usually i can look at a person see how they pick things up yeah look at how they scan a table the only board game i've ever liked is monopoly let me give you some dice and cutthroat let me give you some dice and watch how you roll it see if you're lying to me (laughs) 20 sided (laughs) yeah See, you know those exist. Only because I listen to Weezer. Ah. No, I fucking hate Weezer. Really? I really liked one of their albums, Pinkerton. I think it was their second album, but everything else they put out, as far as I'm concerned, is... So who's... What's... Just dog shit. What's what's the top five artists you're listening to right now? Uh, Wu-Tang's always going to be in the top five. (laughs) Wu-Tang kid, through and through. I still listen to fucking 36 Chambers when I paint. It's like 25 years old at this point. It's ridiculous. You know what's weird? For but it ages well. You real quick. No, go ahead. Like Wu-Tang for a lot of people is like DMX for me. But yeah, that's, that's Really? DMX is very influential. That's why I have the energy. Oh, I thought you were talking about like in a bad way. No, no, in a good way. Like DMX is why I have the energy I have. Why <laughs> is that why you bark all the time? Uh, the swagger I have, yeah. It's everything, my walk. No, I don't mind DMX. I, I was never a huge fan, but everybody I knew fucking was obsessed with him. But, so Wu-Tang uh, is definitely Wu-Tang's definitely permanent that. position. Recently, it's been uh, Zarface, which I don't know if you're familiar, Zarface. but God damn, they're good. I mean, they're... I don't even know enough about them to speak on them. I've just been listening to them nonstop, and I know that, uh, yeah, they just put out an album with Ghostface probably a month ago or something like that. Ghostface, like I'm not the I'm not the biggest Wu Tang head. Yeah. But Ghostface is my favorite. Yeah, he's really fucking good. I he I feel like he's like one of the best storytellers. I think like, he yeah. paints a picture really well. And I like that he puts out that annual list of uh, 
Do you know what I'm talking about? The annual list of uh, shithead rappers or whatever the fuck it is. He uh-uh. talks so much shit about all these what? other rappers. He calls Drake. Like, he, he'll never address Drake as Drake. He'll just call him Aubrey, <laughs> <laughs> which I fucking love. He's like, Aubrey. I, I don't I can't remember who he said it about. It might have been like Kanye or something, but he was, he was, I'm like paraphrasing here. Ghost was like, yeah, this motherfucker's going down, driving down the gender highway and he doesn't know which side to be on or something like that i think it was it might, it might have been about drake i don't know i can't remember i can see him say that about like Jaden. yeah it's fucking hilarious though he yeah. does it like every year he puts out a list of all the corny motherfuckers out there so if you like he told me if you like if you like lyrics and boom bap check out Zarface. yeah for sure Zarface. uh that's all that i've been listening to for the last month i mean as far as like when i paint and shit um trying to think of what else like I, my fucking musical taste is so all over the board like i like i like hip-hop mostly but i also like like old school country which yeah. is fucking weird like 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 johnny cash yeah like johnny cash and all that shit and willie and all these guys waylon jennings um and then i don't know man there's just so much like because you get bored of it if you fucking have it on repeat in the studio you're like all right it's time to find something new Man, I uh, so I like really like just really fucking stupid ass turning up music. Yeah. Like, just like I need to because dr- you're a party kid. You grew up on lean. Yeah, I need to just like drown out uh, anything other than that sometimes, yeah. or I'll listen to like the XX. Yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I I'm bipolar because of music too. So or like Barbara Streisand. I don't know about Barbara Streisand. Not the hits? No. Kenny Chesney? No. I, I've been collecting Brazilian uh, vinyls, though. Okay. Like, I've been getting to, like, Brazilian Bossa Nova. You ever listen to Budo's band? Mm-mm. You need to listen to Budo's band. Can I find It's all it? instrumentals. Oh. And uh, it's, like, the most... I don't know, man. It just gets me into the, the fucking mode to, like, create. Nice. You need I, a Budo's I need, band. I need whatever... I need any sort of inspiration because like uh discipline has been hard yeah you know what i mean like i'm either discipline or inspiration and yeah for a while i was relying on discipline yeah and then it's i think it was too much where it's like dude i haven't felt it i haven't felt inspired in so long and i'm having this like crisis like inside of me it's like I'm starting to think I'm not an artist. <laughs> like, I'm starting to think I'm not a creative person, dude. And, like, it's so scary sometimes because I'm just like, God, am I just a hack? Am I just, like, are these just hobbies that I do? Yeah. Am I really expressing myself? Well, maybe this is it. Maybe this is your calling. I don't maybe think Maybe you're not supposed so. to be a photographer. Maybe, maybe you're supposed to be a fucking podcaster. Maybe all a of a sudden, five years that. from now, you'll get the biggest check you've ever seen from a local advertiser who wants to sponsor the show. That'd be crazy. So how do you reconcile the fact that you say fuck and shit and other dirty words on a show like this with what I assume you have is a prestigious client list? Like, are you ever afraid that they're going to listen to this and be like, oh, I can't, I I don't understand. I don't think we hired that type of a person. No, they know me. They do? Um, Which is like... You're a pretty genuine motherfucker in real life. You don't sugarcoat it too much. I'm bad at lying. Yeah. I'm bad at like censoring myself. Um, because sometimes like that's i think that's an issue that everybody wrestles with oh yeah but i've never i've never even wanted to wrestle with that because 
the people that I want in my client base and or like circle of friends, like I, I don't want them to shy away from me because I dropped a fucking F-bomb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I think I think you're you're limiting your client base, but also that's supposed to be your client base. That's probably why you're I've weeding been, out the, the people. That's probably that why don't. I haven't had any clients in forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a good I'm not a good salesperson. Um, yeah. I'm not. I uh, I always I always like I've never been able to successfully like pitch, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Usually they it just it's all in, inbound, I'd say, or reference. Um, but if your work speaks for you, you don't have to pitch. Yeah, I suppose. Which is, now I sound like super confident, which I'm not. But it sounds like that's the point that you've gotten to. It sounds like yeah. you're doing this full time, so yeah. obviously you have enough clients to. Well, thanks to Instagram and shit, I can like you know that that's the pitch now. Yeah, you know, like uploading something is the pitch now. It feels like I don't know if Instagram ever goes, we might all be in trouble. We might all be in trouble, and like honestly, like the gig I got at Philly Flair. I I asked because uh, I got that full time gig because I was shooting video work for them freelance before. Yeah. And when I asked the owner, I was like, "Hey, dude, you're like a billionaire, whatever. Like, you're so connected in this town. You could have used any video person. Like, why did you choose me?" And she's like, "Well, I pay attention to who's making stuff in Sioux Falls, and you're the most consistent. And that honestly, like anyone who's made it this far in the podcast, like." It's all about consistency. There's one person listening, and it's Josh. Josh, just keep doing it. And that's fine. Just be consistent, Josh. Be consistent, Jordan, Josh. You too. Two, both of y'all. Put your head out of your ass. Finish the damn video. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Maybe you're more consistent <laughs> with the videos. Fuck, man. <laughs> all right, Shane. Is it all right? We're we're running close on time. You wanna? You have any last questions? Oh, how uh, how to descale a fish? How to, <laughs> anything like that? Um. I learned that your nickname was Barbecue Chips. Yeah. I mean, what else do we need to know? Uh, man, I wish Kettle Chips would have existed because then I would have at least been at least call me Kettle Barbecue Chips. Well, Zips has a kind of chip. You know Zips out of New Orleans? Uh-huh. They sell them at Hy-Vee now. Oh, really? But uh, they're they're based out of New Orleans, and they have a, like a crawfish chip oh, that you need to try. And they also bro. have ones called Gator Taters, which are like dill pickle. Oh, they're I've so had, fucking I've had, good. I think I might have them then. Yeah. Zips. I've had Gator Taters. Yeah. It's the only chip I fuck with. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) Man. You know, like on chips, they have a serving suggestion. Right. I have to fucking listen to that now. Oh, yeah. Because of the Beaties. Yeah. Because you got the Wilford Brimley. Yeah, you can't. I can't just like, it's not college anymore. I can't just like down six blunts and eat a family-sized bag of Lay's. Well, what's nice about that uh, food regiment or whatever you want to say that I was telling you about earlier, the one that has been proven to... Over time, cure the the diabetes. The meats, yeah. What's nice is on that, like you can still go ape shit once a week. You can, and they actually uh-huh. encourage it because you need to like boost your insulin resistance or whatever. I don't know what the fuck, <laughs> something like that. But either way, one cheat day a week is supposed to be really good for your uh, liver or what have you. Whatever produces insulin. Really. Yeah. Damn shit. But is there literature? Can you send this to me? I will. Okay. I'll forward it to you because I don't want you to. I want you to stick around for a while. Yeah, I'd like to stick around for a while. I don't know you that well, but I think I want you to stick around for a while. That's the best thing I've heard about <laughs> myself in a long time. <laughs> 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 All right, Shane. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, yeah. man. This has been fun. Sweet. Well, before we go, I just do want to give a shout out 
Once again, this week's sponsor is the Herringbone Pattern Society, raising awareness for the herringbone pattern. Founded in 1708, the herringbone pattern is uh, traditionally found on luggage, women's dresses, and Bermuda shorts. I also had a, a blazer made out of herringbone. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wonderful pattern. All right, Shane. Well, thank you so much, dude. Um, I hope, if anything, you go home and be like, wife? Do we even, I don't even know her name. Wife? Her, her name is Katie. Katie. Yes. That's such a nice name. Katie, Katie. Bruns Schroeder. Katie Bruns? We call her Katie Cat. Katie Cat. Yeah. We need a pet. Meow. We need some dogs. Ooh. When we go on vacation, Sam will dog sit. Yeah. That's all you got to say. Fair enough. Be Fair like, game. Be like his whole apartment, the dogs can shit anywhere because the floors are 100 years old. So the, the dogs are just, they're in heaven, man. These pets are fucking on cloud nine. I love it. The, they get free reign on here. They do whatever they want. Telling you, if I had pets, I wouldn't get anything done. Pets are video games. They got to stay out of my house until I'm at a certain point in my career. Why do you think my career is dead? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane. Thank you so much, dude. This is awesome. All right, thanks again, man. All right, now I can finally start having a fucking heart attack. <laughs>